get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, dude? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 146 of the What Up Though Podcast. Back off of entirely long episode last week. Yeah, we apologize for that. It was long as fuck. Shit went left. We didn't expect it. Folks liked it, though. They did? Yeah. Uh, I seen um, DJ Tim. Tim Hines, uh, he liked it. You know, um, I watched the video from... I watched. How you know uh, he liked it? He tweeted it. Tweeted us. Oh, on a podcast? On a podcast. You yeah, haven't seen it. Um, I haven't actually looked at the podcast Twitter in a very long time. I typically check just the mentions and stuff just to see. We don't get many, but I check them every so often. Um, I listened to... Uh, um, who who left was the video? Uh, Jeff. Um, he t- I, Well, I let him talk about it, but you know he enjoyed it. It was good. I mean, two things about the, uh, last week's episode. One... Other than it was terribly long, uh, we didn't finish almost four o'clock. Longest fucking Thursday ever in life because of that. Man. Um, and two, it wasn't planned. <laughs> like I appreciate you know the the feedback. I mean, oh, uh, you said it wasn't planned. Planned. I thought you said it wasn't planned. I'm like, planned. oh, no, no, planned. Okay. I didn't even listen to. It. I'm assuming it played, <laughs> yeah. but uh, wasn't planned. Um, we kind of talked about doing the episode with the guests like that, but. We never actually said we were going to do it, so it was kind of a surprise shit to us, too. Um, but, you know, it worked out, so whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think for those, for episodes when we're going to have, you know, other people that's going to be, like, totally active, you know, I want to make sure we got a, a third mic going and working and, you know, they prep more and shit, you know. So, no, I just don't, I don't want to be caught off guard and shit, and especially some shit we you know, actually putting some energy into and shit. So I've had yeah. too many random episodes where we just kind of half-assed it. And we've been on a good streak of, you know, trying to get quality shit. So yeah, make don't want to just, yeah, right, like we actually give a fucking shit. Yeah, my thing is like <laughs> I, I want it to sound good. And, um, without us having a, another mic ready, I, I wasn't sure how well my mic was picking him up. Yeah, I, man, I constantly. And I was, was constantly I'm, looking at. I'm the constantly shit. looking at the meter when he's talking and shit, just to make sure that it looks decent enough. And you know, you know, you, you just don't want to be half-assed and shit. You know, we are gonna have something. You know, like I say, even though it was three hours, I would admit I think it was a good three hours in the fact that we, you know, covered a, a bunch of stuff. So sure. it was cool, but you know. I always just, just want to be a little more prepared, when, especially when we, you know, have guests. We always have folks over and shit, just chilling. But for people that's going to be, but yeah, well, as involved, involved as involved, yeah. it was, um, just want to be better prepared, making sure you know some some good shit. So, yeah. but it was cool. Um, but yeah, so we have a uh, a number of uh, uh, feedback, uh, emails, videos. So yeah, um, we're trying to. We have kind of like a lot that we want to get into. We got a lot of feedback to um, play slash listen slash respond to. And then there was a number of topics that I wanted to talk about last week that I didn't get to. And I don't expect to be able to get to all of them tonight. But, you know, I, I like to get into some of those as well. Plus, we had an eventful week in and of itself this week. So there's still talk shit to talk about from this past week as well. So uh, we can just hop right into it. Um of course, with a 
three and a half hour long podcast, there's always the possibility of getting a lot of feedback. And uh, I guess Baylor uh, had multiple instances during that three and a half hours uh, where he heard things that he wanted to respond to. So he sent us four separate uh, voicemail uh, (laughs) messages. Yeah. (laughs) So um, we'll play and respond to those and we'll try to get through them as quickly as possible, but don't want to slide them at all. Also, um, again, uh, as a, I think his last episode was called support, supporter, support the supporters. I don't know. Have you listened to his last, his most recent episode? I've listened to the most recent one. I've been before listened to the ones before that. Though I haven't listened to the most recent one yet. His uh, his last one was a really good one. He has he had a guest on, and they had a really good conversation. Uh, some stuff I agree with, some stuff not so much. But like, uh, it, it was definitely a good listen. So, um, his podcast is uh, BTG for President. So, uh, definitely check that out. His last episode was really good, and he had one before that with his wife. So, that was cool too. So, check those out. Uh, so I'm going to get into this first one. His first one's titled Car Wash Versus a Movement. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. Right. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. What up, though? It's your boy, BTG. So look, I'm listening to the last episode, and I'm, on, I'm not even done yet. Halfway through, but y'all was on the, uh, the Kaepernick topic for a while. And I'm like, I'm listening to your boy, and he talking that shit. It's good shit. But there's two things that stood out. Uh, one, I don't know what he wants from Kaepernick. And look, this is no, I don't know, I, I don't know if I misheard if he's a vet or whatever. All respect to vets. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, your compadres, half of them niggas is still confused. And you just confused me on what you exactly want from Kaepernick. I don't understand what exactly you want from Kaepernick. His timeline is this. He sat quietly they brought attention to it he kneeled they asked him why he explained is there's there's like movement and talks and this that and the third in between then he said i'm going to i'm going to stop stop kneeling i'm going to stop sitting i'm going to continue to protest i'm just not going to sit anymore or say or kneel anymore what is the problem like, what do you want from this nigga? And this is the part that confuses me, that you compare the movement to a nigga saying that he's going to build a car wash. <laughs> no. One is a movement, and the other one is a, is a building filled with soaps and suds, my nigga. <laughs> like, it's a huge difference. Like, if you don't go, if you don't follow through with the car wash, that does nothing. Like, that doesn't <laughs> hurt or help society. The movement is still going. <laughs> The movement is still going, and it's the cold part about it, is that with this this fuckface that's in office right now, it's definitely going to keep Kaepernick movement alive, because it's like the opposite of what this nigga is, is protesting. So we can't say that the message is dying on his part because you haven't heard from the nigga in a year, and that's another thing. You said that if, if, if Dr. King took a year off, then we think the movement was dead. No, nigga, first of all, that movement was a little bit different. <laughs> it was a little bit different. Just a okay, because we were fighting back then. Kaepernick is a fucking football player, or a former football player, or whatever. He just so happened to, to, to uh, bring some attention to himself by quietly protesting and things like that. King was out there in them streets. Totally different thing. Okay, now Kaepernick still, on the other hand, has done, and when I say done so much, by him just kneeling and explaining why he's done it, that's just enough. That's enough for me. 
I don't give a shit about who he's donating money to or whatever the case may be. The nigga said that I'm kneeling for this cause right here. That's enough. You want to know why? Because the nigga has been the nigga has been on camera or and or talked about since they put the camera on him all the way up to halfway through the What Up Though podcast. <laughs> We're still talking about him. My nigga, let me just play devil's advocate. Let me hop on your side. Let's just say we stop talking about Kaepernick today. If we stop talking about it today or tomorrow, I mean, just don't bring his name up. Don't bring the movement up. Guess what? The nigga already put a dent in the NFL history. He has already put a dent in history, period. What do you want him to do? If you want any type of, like, if you want the movement to advance or to get bigger or to make more moves, don't you think we need more people? <laughs> don't you think we, I mean, you do have niggas in the NFL that has been speaking up just as long as he has. Michael Jenkins, Michael Jenkins has been speaking up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got players, the Bennett brothers, them niggas been speaking up. Like, they don't get along with Roger Go uh, Goodell at all. So you got Richard Sherman. You got certain players, and I think that was the message. Like, we need players in the league to do that. Now you got NBA players involved. So we have, we. I mean, hopefully this is a season where we see uh, the, the, the NBA players taking knee on camera. We'll see. And they have the player union, so they got more leverage than the NFL players. You know what I'm saying? Dez came out on, on that, I ain't going to say that fuckboy shit, but he was on the opposite fence when he was like, you know, I got to feed my family. Now, I get it, but then I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Because Dez supposedly was raised in the same background that we was all a part of. You know what I'm saying? Well, most of us. Single parent household. You know what I'm saying? Didn't have money like that. What the fuck are you feeding your family now? What special eggs are you feeding these niggas to where, like, every paycheck, like, you living paycheck to paycheck? So I don't get it. I don't get it. And that's and that, and that spills off into these boycott niggas that, let's, let's, let's just keep it real. These niggas really not boycotting the NFL. These niggas are watching the game. They just not posting nothing on social media. So fuck out of here with that. And I'm not saying that if you are po uh, pro, uh, not protesting, if you are out there boycotting, do your thing. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I'm watching my team. I'm watching everybody, nigga, from the Raiders to Detroit. I'm watching everybody. So how Derek Carr doing though? My thing is that if your plan <laughs> is to hurt the NFL, boycotting Boy, is definitely not helping. Like it's not, it's not making a scratch on them niggas. These niggas is getting aired on the networks. And if you think that the ratings going down a little bit, which we don't really know that for sure, if you think the ratings going down is hurting the NFL, that's not hurting the NFL at all. It's actually not hurting the NFL at all. Because who the fuck are they gonna replace on a Sunday? Who they gonna replace who they gonna replace the NFL with? Dancing with the stars? They they, they gonna the play press. that shit early in the morning? <laughs> No, my nigga, if you want to hurt, look, for all you dumb fucks out there that's boycotting the wrong way, don't buy NFL apparel. Don't go to the games. Cancel those season tickets. Don't show up to the games. Do that. And then, look, if you're boycotting, don't tell me. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? So, look, I don't. Look, I honestly don't know. We all here for Cap. We all got Cap's back or whatever, <clears throat> or whatever but... What do ask yourself, my nigga? 
what do you actually want? What do you want him to do now? Like, it, just think, give me a, a simple answer of what do you want him to do? Or what do you think you, he needs to do? Because I think it's already been done. So that's my take on it. Hey, but good show, though. Shout out to you niggas that was, that was, uh, that was a guest on there. All right. Man, he had a few things I want to talk about. Um, I want to start by pointing out that um, I had a lot of thoughts on the stuff that he was saying last week, but that was a situation where it was like you had it. I'm like I'm just let I'm just let oh handle this shit. Man, I, I wish you would have jumped in if you you know what I'm saying if you had points that I didn't make or or or, or opposing or whatever the case. I did, but it was like bad double dutch. I didn't know where to jump in at. <laughs> like I was like I had a couple moments where I was like. You know how how you about to jump in? You right, be rocking right, back and right, forth right, and shit. Right, right, I had a couple rocking back and forth moments, and then I was like ready to jump in, but then like it, it the opportunity didn't really present itself, and like I didn't want to fuck up either one of y'all uh, flow. But um, the whole thing about him like saying him saying we haven't heard from Cap in a year, I'm like to me that was just patently false. Like he's been ever present, and I think it kind of depends on like what uh. I don't say what circle you in, but like the 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 aspects of media that you expose yourself to, right? So like, if you say only watch football, right? Are you gonna hear from Kaepernick at all? No, he ain't fucking playing. He ain't on no team. But like, with me and with you being like consistently on Twitter, consistently on social media, I ain't ever I ain't ever not seen Kaepernick in one form or fashion. Like, he's out at um charity events he's out at uh at charity events uh rocking rocking shirts that continue his his uh his cause his call yeah his cause perfect continuing his cause he's out here he's he's not he's actually doing what i think you are supposed to do if you are somebody who is trying to uh make a difference He's out in those streets. He's not just talking. He's out there actually doing shit. He's out at events. He's doing. He's donating to charities. He's actually out in these streets, and he's not fucking promoting himself. He's just doing it, and then we just see it by way of someone who was there, posted it on social media or whatever. Like so, if it were up to me, and somebody asked, like, like, well, like Baylor said, what do you want him to do? That's he's doing what I want him to do. He's out there trying to make a difference i don't i'd rather him out be out there actually doing something than just fucking stand in front of a camera talking like he's I mean, talked enough like you said he's talked enough i don't need to hear nothing else yeah i mean and it, it's like i felt like i i at least that point of it i don't i didn't even really i didn't listen to the uh podcast i never really do but i was kind of thinking about it after the fact unsure if i really addressed it because i was i think i was really taken back at the fact that that was the really the big focus of it that what is he doing now like you know he he started something that has been continued in by by damn near every decent walk of life <laughs> you know so it's like what is he doing now he's did what he had you know it that his kneeling, his 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 point of it has been communicated clearly, although there are tons of fucking people around here that still don't get it. And he sparked the movement where had he not done that, we wouldn't be at this situation right now. You know, so to 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 I want to nah, I don't I don't know the right I'm gonna say second guess, but that wasn't a word I want to use to to 
to put his his contributions super low like that, I just feel like it's it's just you know it's 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 criminally wrong, dude. Like you know he he's done so much that you know I don't I feel like to say he's absent. I feel like you're not in the I don't know what news you're in to to say that he's not active enough or whatever the case. And like I say, if he if he wouldn't have done what he did, we wouldn't have this this we wouldn't be having any discussions. We wouldn't be having players across you know teams fucking kneeling and all this shit and you know he sparked so much i remember seeing someone someone posted uh, i think last week the uh 49ers had tons of their players that i think they had the most players of any team kneeling in a game and i remember seeing somebody uh saying something on twitter i don't know who it was but someone on twitter saying well where the fuck were they last year <laughs> like you it's a process you know what i'm saying people People were wrong as fuck last year. You know what I'm saying? People didn't understand it. People didn't get it. And just and people starting to get it. You think when, you know, when MLK was, you know, uh, doing this thing, he had like tons of people. Two months later, he got double or triple the people. And the people were like, what the fuck was y'all at last month? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's growing. So you can't you can't base that shit on that. I, so I don't know, man. I, I was wondering, just hoping that, you know, it. It came across good last week, but you know from the I didn't responses, listen to it, so I can't tell you. Yeah, I would <laughs> assume it did, but you know, you know, I, I, I still just feel like you know that's that's a a shitty <laughs> a shitty uh, disposition to have. It's like, what is he doing now? You know, he 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 started the movement. You know, he continues in his own way. The other thing, and not like the nigga just vanished and just went on the fucking fuck boy island just like you know the hell with everybody and shit you know fuck right. the movement you know fuck everything else you know so nah that, i think that, that that was just a shitty point anyway so yeah the the second thing that you mentioned that i want to talk about which wasn't in my topics list but i'm gonna add it in there right quick so i remember to put it in the show notes but um was uh his his comment about the nba because what was the comment about the nba he was just saying like he he I'm talking about Baylor. Oh. He was saying that he, he was uh, wondering what the NBA was going to be doing uh, when the season starts. And um, I was, man, <laughs> I was ready to induct Adam Silver into, like, <laughs> into blackness. Like, okay, you one of us now, my dude. And then my dude. I seen the article. <laughs> and I saw and that memo. I, I was I, like, oh, man. Dude, I think I actually did, I did a tweet about it. I can't remember what it was. But I was like, damn, man, I thought Adam Silver was actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I, like, and I then, thought Adam Silver was one of us, dog. So, so basically, for those who, who, are, who, are in the, who are not in the know, Adam Silver basically came out and said that there will be no kneeling. Uh, for the pro, uh, for the anthem in the NBA. Yeah, he sends out a memo reinforcing a rule that says that players are required to stand for the for the anthem, and and then he well the memo was sent out by someone else, not him. But then he also had an article. He also had a comment where he said that he expected players to stand. And I have the complete opposite viewpoint. I was like, if anybody is about to sit for this fucking anthem is about to be the NBA players. Like, they don't give a fuck. The NBA players run the fucking NBA, dog. Dude, and start, they ain't going you nowhere. You pissing off uh, the, the black players. They would shut that bitch down. <laughs> right. That bitch be done. And the thing about the NFL, too, is like, here's a good here's a good example, right? So, the NFL, what's the NFL, what's the NFL team's uh, roster? 50-something people? 52 or something. Something like shit. that. On a 52-man roster, on a your average NFL team, how many of those players are making bank? A handful. Most of those players are making the bare minimum for an NFL player, which is still a lot. But, you know, they're not 
these are people who if they get frozen out or they get uh blackballed, they are fucked. You don't have like teams with multi multi millionaires. Yeah, but teams. the NBA, you got twelve man rosters and half them niggas got guaranteed contracts. Even the bums have them got set like for seventy dollar seventy million dollar contracts. And shit. Exactly, like they ain't going nowhere. And it's like, what you gonna do? Like, okay, if, if you if you're the NBA, you send out a memo that says all oh, y'all niggas better stand up. What you what you gonna do if Steph Curry? And LeBron James sit their ass down. Not a goddamn thing. You're just gonna be like, you know what? I think you know they can process the way they want to do. <laughs> Boy, that whole that whole thing gonna be amended and everything. That shit about to be shut down. <laughs> I saw fucking J.R. Smith retweeted that story. I was like, just about to ask you that. <laughs> I don't know Did what you he see said. That? He said something like, like yeah, like, okay. oh really? Yeah, like <laughs> I. He's the most. This nigga was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. I can't wait to see J.R. Smith <laughs> kneeling, drinking some Hennessy on the side, dog. <laughs> It's yeah. gonna be so awesome, dude. Yeah, man. I'm like, that shit ain't about to go down at all. So that shit's not about awesome. to go down. How I cannot think at all. I can't <laughs> wait to see regular season just because of that. Like, I, I am so, so, so game to see that shit, dog. So it should be, it should be interesting, man. But I, he's been so Adam Silver's been so supportive, dog. Like, yeah, I, I don't get I don't like understand. where it come from. Like, I feel like is he just really in, embracing his 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 white male privilege side or some shit? I don't like, know, man. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of taken away when I saw that because when I seen his name come up, I before I seen the article, I kind of just expected to say that say something to the effect of, um, you know, NBA player support. You know the the right to protest and blah blah blah. It was the exact opposite. Yeah, like, I almost feel like Adam Silver this whole time has actually embraced the fact, like try to like actually promote the NBA as being different from the NFL. Yeah, like the NFL be on that fuck shit, but we we with y'all. So to see that memo, I was like, what the fuck? And here's how crazy that was to me. The first time I saw it, it was like a meme, right? It was a picture of like a the inside of a stadium, uh, NBA arena. And it said something like, one of my friends posted, and it said something like, um, the NBA releases a memo that says uh, that the players are required to stand. And the caption that the person wrote says something like, uh, what point are they trying to make, or something like that. I fully typed out a comment saying, this is fake news. Adam Silver would never do that. There's no such rule. What the fuck are you talking about? Then I was like, let me do my research first. And then I looked that shit up and saw it was yeah, it real. Was so, it was so fucked up. I was fucked like, up. get it was, the fuck out of here. It was fucked up that you were about as dead wrong as you could possibly have been. Though. Exactly. And I was, ju- I had the comment typed out and everything. I was like, let me not be who I hate. Let me do my research first. Because it was a mean thing. It wasn't like an article. So I was like, man, don't post this fake. I was like, don't post this fake ass meme out here. Talking about the NBA about to make players stand. Get the fuck out of here. Then I researched it. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I was, I was a little taken away. I was kind of shocked too. I really thought that, you know. Adam Silver is definitely gonna be a different person about that, so we should but see. But how man. disappointed am I gonna be if I'm wrong and they all do stand up? And then I just seen something about the Bulls locking arms. Like I don't know how 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 can you communicate that the locking arms is bullshit? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I was like, I, I feel you. I was just I was curious if you had uh, seen that article. I didn't. Yeah, it I wasn't did. my I notes was, of things. But. I was highly bothered by it. That's why I didn't post nothing about it. I was like, this can't be life. I, I expected better out of Adam Silver, dog. And I still ex- and I will fully expect uh, a majority of NBA players to protest. Like I'd be di- like if like when I saw like in the last Lions game this past Sunday, only like two players kneeled. Like the the game before that, I think maybe like eight of them kneeled. Yeah. Then last week only like two, and I'm like, 
disappointed and shit. I'm like, come on, man. I thought we was better than this, man. That stupid arm lock and shit. I don't care about that. And so, like, if if, if the NBA don't come through for me, I'm gonna be a little disappointed, man. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm with you with that. I'm I'm really curious to see how it goes. Um, really want to see. You know, I I it's you know it's a couple of players. I just pushing my head. I wonder we'll go do it. I just feel like a lot of a lot of them may not. But I would love to see players like you know like the like stars and shit because it's like i feel like if a if a non-star player does it i feel like it won't have the impact i feel like it will i will have an impact just because of the fact that they're totally banning it's not like the nfl where it's just that you can do it some teams you know look down on it but it's done but in the nfl i mean nba where they're saying you cannot do this shit I just I don't know I just I just hope uh, some player with some backing decides to do it. So and to uh, transition to that too, man. Like when we we've been doing this podcast for a while now, probably like three years. And I you remember when Tamir Rice got killed? We were both like, w- w- what was it? LeBron said like I, I don't I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, or something. Like, he was like very and I was so sick, it. like it's 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 impossible for you to just not know. It's easy, nigga. It's happening in your fucking state, your fucking city. Look it up, motherfucker. Yeah, and I feel like the I don't know if his current behavior is a uh kind of like his way of of fighting his the backlash from the Tamir Rice thing, or if he literally just learned his lesson. But whatever the whatever the case may be. LeBron is like the NBA forefront of this shit at this point. Yeah. He's saying everything. Like he's calling uh, Trump a bum on Twitter, and like <laughs> he's like LeBron is out here, dog. So I'm like, if LeBron don't do something, LeBron knows he's the number one guy. He's the NBA guy. And there's if LeBron don't do shit, that's it. Yeah, LeBron got to do something. Dog. But you know, what? I mean, uh, if uh, other than the Tamir Rice incident, I felt like he's been pretty active i think he was one he's of the, been active ever since yeah he's been one of the he was one of the first guys that had one of them uh i can't breathe t-shirts during warm-ups mm-hmm. and you know spoke on different stuff and you know the latest stuff with the president and so forth and you know they interviewed him sometime after that and they were you know asking about the whole bum comment and he you know he, it in short he was basically just like you know the the most imp- the most important the most powerful man in the world should be able to set better examples and do things right. I mean, in short, that's what it pretty much was. And, you know, he had, like, valid-ass fucking critiques of Trump. Trump's been a dick. And, yeah. you know, uh, it for a guy like LeBron, who has pretty much probably the most power as a player in the NBA to, to be you know, able to speak LeBron out. LeBron has the most influence in sports. Well, yeah, yeah, like, so, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's the guy. So, yeah. like, if he if – he, if he can be the NBA's Kaepernick, um, I think that would have an even greater and actually influence be active, than Kaepernick like active player, and you know, there's no team that's he gonna, ain't getting blackball. N- yeah, by <laughs> no means, no. There's no blackball on LeBron, and you know, so let Cleveland, Le- Le- Cleveland black blackball LeBron. It'd be 29 yeah. other teams. Like, uh, we'll take them. <laughs> we ready? <laughs> yeah, we got them. <laughs> like, we got your jersey already made. Right. You know, it'd be, uh, it's gonna know, be mad. A list NBA players getting uh, asked to come off the bench. You know how uh, I think the Bleacher Report always when a team uh, a player going to trade, they already got the jersey on the player. Mm-hmm. Man, it'd be teams with jerseys <laughs> on him and the fucking news, everything. The whole, the whole team the Abby's LeBron. turning to Ab- LeBron. jersey <laughs> photoshopped on LeBron. We'll take him. Man, so, yeah, it'd be interesting. But I I, I, feel, I hope that LeBron stays as strong as he is now throughout the season. 
you know, with, you know, his his detest of the president and things of that nature. So I have my eyes open come opening night for sure. Um oh another thing I want to comment on his uh his his uh voicemail. I mean video um his yeah voicemail. Uh it's weird now he you know he's talking about just the NBA protests and stuff and what's weird is that now you have you had people who were protesting the NFL because of not being able to, you know, let people kneel and, you know, police brutality and stuff. But now you have these weird ass weirdos who are pr- protesting people who are protesting, which is so fucking like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck, man? And so that's just been interesting too. I mean, I think ratings, I think ratings are really down in some places that tickets. So I think, I want to say the, what's the, the Chargers? I think I remember reading something about the Chargers sales. Tickets, all that. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but anything that's just happening with protests and things like that. But I think ratings as a whole are down in the NFL. And if 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 the cause is, you know, if, if you have the root cause and it comes from Kaepernick kneeling and the things that he's been doing, I'm so fucking with it. You know, so if it takes a whole bunch of white people to be mad at black people and other players for kneeling that they try to do some kind of reform on things in life. Fuck it by all means. So they still making their fucking money. So yeah. So um, his next uh, message is titled "We Probably Related." So let's see what this one's talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa! What up, though? Hey, so the nigga that I just critiqued or criticized, hey, me and that nigga might be related because my family reunion <laughs> is in Memphis next year in July. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> this nigga probably my cousin. <laughs> hey, what's the nigga name? Hey, that's crazy. So we gonna meet in uh, we gonna meet in Memphis. I got family in Memphis. I was in Tennessee. What was that last year? Yeah, cause our family reunion is every two years. So I was in uh Tennessee last year, or uh, Nashville, Nashville. Um, and so we go to Memphis. We go to Memphis next year in July. God damn, that's crazy. All right, y'all, I just wanted to say that I was listening. I'm listening to the episode around, you know, the part y'all was talking about Memphis and food and shit like that. So, me and the family will definitely be out there next year uh, in July. It's always like the second or third week of July or something. Uh, se- you know, second or third weekend of July. So, uh, I'm not sure if we got an official date yet, but we'll definitely be in Memphis next year. Yeah, I'll. I have to uh, I'll uh, message you uh, his name name and shit and see if you got some family and shit. That'd be funny as what hell. If they already Facebook friends. That, <laughs> that'd be hilarious, dog. So fucking funny. That'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not gonna hypothesize. I'm gonna check. <laughs> I, I feel like if they were, they would have known this shit though. But he might not know. Well, I mean, I guess if he had. Facebook I feel like if he Detroit. had people in Detroit, he would have said he knows some people in Detroit though. As yeah. much as we talking shit, I feel like he would have said that already. But yeah, that that'd be acting kind of funny if they actually knew each other. <laughs> okay, no, they're not Facebook friends. But yeah, that'd be pretty funny. So that'd be awesome. We'll we'll find that out. <laughs> All right, so let's see. His next one is called uh, "Pledge Gangster." So this is obviously gonna be about the frat portion of the. Uh, of last week's discussion. So let's see where that's going. Oh, I didn't download this one. Okay, that took two seconds. Here we go. What up, though? And towards the end, you niggas started talking about fraternities. Yo, that wasn't I'm the a end. Thousand, thousand wild percent with Mike. 
fraternities, sororities, yo, that shit is stupid. That <laughs> shit, look, and don't get me wrong, like, I used to have a lot of respect, like the history, you know, the historical cats that's from, you know, these different fraternities and things like that. Maybe they did it different back in the past. And I'm like, this is something I would probably want to be a part of. This is a brotherhood that I would like to be a part of. Man, the niggas that I got in my, in my little circle, you know, the five, six cats that I got in my circle that I've been friends with for 20 plus years is way more relevant than that shit that y'all doing now. To get in, like, yo, that shit is stupid, my nigga. There's nothing that you can do to get, like, I get it. The, the whole meaning is to build a brotherhood and keep a bond throughout years and years and years and have have each other's back and have connections and shit like that and to build character. Bro, you don't build your character by cleaning the fucking toilet with a toothbrush. And this is where it starts, though. First, the nigga says, you got to run the lap. And then after you run his lap, I want you to clean his bathroom with a toothbrush. Then that nigga comes along and says to the next nigga i want you to run two laps naked and then clean the tub and then the bathroom <laughs> naked and then that nigga comes along and says i want you to do three laps backwards at 3 a.m and then go clean a girl's bathroom naked and then get arrested and then we'll get you out like it's stupid shit like that and bro i get it i know you're gonna argue it because you're from a fraternity but shit like that happens like, they got movies, and some of these shits is true stories where niggas is dying to get in. Bro, you're not about to beat me with no paddle. You're not about to break my ribs for me to get in no fucking fraternity. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. And we're supposed to be smarter than this. You want to look, to me, this is my idea of a fraternity to get in, to build a nigga's character. Make him go out there and do some positive shit. Go out there and, and, and become a big brother. Go uh, do some community service. Bring back some good grades. Go be a student athlete. Like, shit like that, man. Like, you out here, these niggas out here eating uh, shit popsicles or whatever, <laughs> and niggas is spitting in niggas' cups and telling them to drink. Like, bro. <laughs> and especially if we the same age, <laughs> or, or I might be a year younger or something, like, or a year older, it doesn't matter, nigga. If we in the same age bracket and, and you yelling in my face and shit like I'm going to slap the shit out of you. I don't give a fuck if you're a Kappa. Whatever the fuck them niggas is called. Nigga, if you spit in my face or mm -hmm. slap me or some shit like I'm going to whoop yo. I'm going to whoop everybody in that chapter's ass. <laughs> and I'm going to bring niggas that I know that's not from a fraternity <laughs> and we going to whoop y'all ass. That shit is stupid, man. Hey, y'all need to go get y'all head honchos oh and change the rules around, nigga. My nigga, like, all this hazing and shit that y'all doing just to get, like, niggas is really, and, and it be corny niggas trying to get in for what, Mike? For the pussy. And it's niggas that's horny that get in fraternities for what? For the pussy. Because niggas, niggas is like, they weirdos. Don't get me wrong. Y'all got some solid niggas that be for fraternities. I got a couple of friends that's from these fraternities. Solid ass niggas. But for the most part, I seen the most weeniest niggas, you know what I'm saying, weenious? pledge. And then when they come out, then they gang. It's almost like joining a gang. Matter of fact, it is like joining a gang. Because these niggas come out, and then these niggas <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Hey, I'm going to tell you like this. You hit me with that cane or you hit me with that paddle, I'm going to punch you in your fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but vote for me, BTG. <laughs> oh, yeah, I ain't got nothing to add to that.
Nope. <laughs> kind of just, you know, I have no rebuttal. That was yeah. perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is, man. And that's that's always been my impression too, dog. Like, uh, if you think I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna let if you think I'm gonna let you do some stupid demeaning ass shit to me, dog. Like, I, I don't know. The whole you got another thing coming, brother. Yeah, the whole logic on it is dumb, dog. That shit don't make any fucking sense, man. Not yeah, it's like, man, I know, I, I got, you know, family and friends, so I totally respect who are in fraternities and stuff, and I, but and I respect them to the fullest. I just don't get that whole hazing, that whole, uh, whatever the fuck, initiation shit, like, I don't get that shit, though. That shit, that shit wasn't for me. I mean, I didn't go to a, a, a four-year university, so I never had the opportunity anyway, but there, there wasn't no uh, fraternities running around community college and shit that I knew <laughs> of, so... But uh, nah, fuck that, fuck that. Um, do you want to play? You want to keep playing heads or plays? He's play? got one more. All right. Uh, what was your uh alternative? Uh, oh, I'll go say uh Jeff's. Uh. Oh yeah, I played Jeff's after his last one. All right, cool. Um, so his last one is uh titled "Terrorizing Vegas." So actually, we can segue into that topic. After his voicemail, because that was one of the topics I want to talk about anyway. Okay. So let's play, uh, let's play Jeff's, and if it's not about Vegas, then we can play, uh, Baylor's Vegas voicemail, and then just segue into that topic. Okay, cool. Um, so let me pull up, uh, Jeff's, Jeff's thing. Okay, so here's about frats too, because it's called pledging for pussy. So <laughs> I think we can safely assume that it's probably uh the same shit. Um. Uh, before I start to play it though, let me relight my cigar right quick though. Well, not relight, light this new one. What you got? What you smoking? Intemperance. I think I need to get some more of those. You don't need to get any more motherfucking I sold cigars. The, sold the rest of the ones I had. You good? I've been, I've been buying some different shit lately. Been trying some other stuff. Uh, started getting bored with some of the stuff I smoked all the time and shit. But I feel like you just can't keep smoking the same shit. You're just gonna get tired of it. So I'm trying to get a variety of shit. That's that. That's that baller life. And I'm just trying to do it while I can, man. Alright, here we go. Um, yo, that podcast was fire. Three hours. I don't know, man. Something about them three hour podcasts. Them be them might be the best ones. That might be your mark. Those old ones. I know the, the one man. I was on was three hours. That one was fire. You this just don't like fire. doing that shit. Like the whole thing. I feel like y'all could even went a little bit longer. Um, no, we couldn't. <laughs> well, we could have back. With a theory. <laughs> Yeah, in, in theory, we, theory could have, we could have, but, but it's like uh, it's like it was like three fifty. I'm like, dude, what the fuck, dog? Like it was only because it was late. Like if it was like if we would have started earlier, you know, <laughs> oh, we would have started earlier. It was like approaching one thirty or something. I'm like, cool, we could still go. But nigga, I'm like, it's four, dude. They got to be up at seven. This is bullshit. Dog. <laughs> All right. Might be the best ones. That might be your mark. I know. No, when I was on three hours, anyway. that was fire. This one was fire. Like the whole thing, I feel like y'all could even went a little bit longer. Um, Angry Mike was back. I uh, haven't seen him in a while. We missed him, you know. Um, <laughs> we like Happy Mike, but uh, Angry Mike, I don't know, man. We kind of like that guy. It's good to have him come out every once in a while. But look, let me get to it. Um, I'd be locking him in the, first in the, off, in the basement. I got to disagree with one thing Mike said, and that's about opinions. Opinions can't be wrong, dog. <laughs> 
<laughs> your opinion on that is wrong. <laughs> at, the moral and social construct that you live in can make opinions frowned upon. Your actions that you take out based on those opinions absolutely can be wrong. But an opinion is just a thought that's only true to yourself. That can't be wrong. That sure can, can just be different. And like I said, frowned upon depending on the social uh, culture or construct or whatever that's, that surrounds you. So is it a wrong opinion for somebody to be racist or whatever? It's an opinion. That's just how they feel. It's frowned upon. It's not something that many people agree on and them to act it out is horrible, but... I mean, that's like saying, you know, if your opinion naturally translates into morally depraved actions, guess what? That makes your opinion wrong. Like, like I think I like the whole idea of like everyone's entitled to their opinion and all that shit. That's like cute bullshit that I don't I don't even know how that caught on. Like I just like I don't understand how there's no such thing as a dumb question. I don't know how that caught on either. Like it's just like it's like people were like I can think of a scenario in which someone can ask a question and it's not dumb. So that means there's no such thing as a dumb opinion. Like I mean a dumb question. Like man, it, there's so many dumb fucking questions and there's so many wrong ass stupid ass opinions. Just like he said like if you have an opinion that's racist, that's just your your thoughts and feelings that just cause it's your thoughts and feelings don't mean it's wrong. Not wrong. Like, like I, you cannot act on it. Like, even if you look at just me and you, like if I had the opinion that, uh, I don't know. Um, Asian people, uh, need to be cooked in ovens. I don't know what the fuck, but if I, just cause I don't cook an Asian person in the oven, don't mean that's not a wrong opinion to have. Like you can have wrong opinions. If they lead to, if they lead to, uh, immoral or wrong actions, that just makes it worse. That'll make your opinion. Okay. Like yeah, that I just kind of intensifies your, your bad opinion, but yeah. yeah and it's I, like, of I'm, course I can come up with like extreme examples of, of bad opinions, but like, even if it's not, an extreme example like you can have an opinion that's just wrong people use the word opinion as justification for why they shouldn't have to be uh confronted or uh have to defend their opinion like you can have an opinion and then if i call you out on your opinion and how it's stupid and wrong like that just means that you now have to defend it you right. can't just be like oh well that's my opinion like people be using that shit as a cop-out like, oh, well, that's my opinion. Well, you dumb, and your opinion is wrong, so shut the fuck up, read a book, and go kill yourself. Like, what are you talking about? Only thing I think this may be worse to me than than just a bad opinion is a person ending fucking statements with, it's just my opinion. God, I hate that shit. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, one, it should be understood that it's your opinion. <laughs> and, I just, and I feel like it's almost justifying what your opinion is saying. That's just my opinion. Like, oh, I hate that shit. But anyway. Yeah. That's a comeback for somebody that know they wrong and ain't got no comeback to what you just said. So if they got an opinion and it's wrong and you say something that disproves their wrong ass opinion, their comeback is, well, that's just my opinion because they don't have anything that makes sense to defend it. And that and that's, that's just their comeback. Like, well, I should be entitled to say that just because it's my opinion. I don't know where that's just my opinion became accepted i don't know why it became accepted i don't know why people think that that's okay but like 
You can have an yeah, opinion never, I, that's I, wrong. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. It's just like, what, is that supposed to quantify it or something? Like, I don't know what the the purpose of that's just my opinion. Mm-mm. Like, I would assume it was because you said it, motherfucker. <laughs> right. They don't make it any less dumb. Like, what are you talking about? The only time you like you, it's like if you say something that's like verifiably wrong, like it's just like not a fact. Like if you say the sun is cold. And then I'm like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? The sun is X amount of degrees hot. Uh, its heat reaches this planet, even though this planet is far as fuck. The sun is hot as fuck. And you go, that's just my opinion, man. Like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> this shit is scientifically false. Like, what are you talking about? You can't say something that's wrong and then, and then defend it by saying, well, that's just my opinion. Like, that makes it unassailable. Like, I just can't say shit to it because that's just how you feel. Like, you can't give somebody a pass on that's just how you feel. Like, just how you feel can be wrong. And the like you said, the the actions that relate to that opinion can be wrong. I don't think you can hold a wrong opinion and not have actions that correlate to it. Because, like, if that's how you feel, you're going to behave as such. So, like, it's not like you can have a wrong opinion and just be like, there's no kind of, like, action from it. Because if that's how you feel, that's how you're going to behave and how you're going to live your life. Like right. there's a whole there's a whole timeline of wrongness related to a wrong ass dumbass opinion. So uh, yeah, I can't I can't back you on that one, dog. Opinions are wrong and people are dumb. People who like spicy food are wrong. That's not an opinion. Most people may not like spicy food. Like it's just an opinion. It's a feeling. It no, it's not. Wrong, Why are you making me pause it again? That's not an opinion. If you if you don't like spicy food, you don't like spicy food. Now, if you say spicy food is bad for you or spicy food is, uh, I don't know, <laughs> the cause of murder or some shit like that, <laughs> then now you got a wrong opinion. If you just don't like spicy food, you don't like spicy food. That's different than an opinion. That's just that's your personal experience with the shit. If, if you say I don't like black people, <laughs> like yeah, you guys be like that's your opinion. Like okay, yeah, that is your opinion that you don't like black people, and you fucked up racist ass bitch for it. <laughs> so it's totally fucking different. I don't like chocolate. That's not an opinion. That's a black ass fact. I don't fucking like it. <laughs> now if you like it, cool. I'm not saying that chocolate is nasty. Period. It's nasty to me. That's why I say I don't like chocolate. I don't say chocolate is bad for you or chocolate is like nobody should eat chocolate. Like, no, that's an opinion that's wrong. But like, I just don't like it. That's just a black ass motherfucking fact. dog. <laughs> like, And I don't like it. And that's that's something that cannot be argued. That's not an opinion. It's a fact. I don't like it. Sitting here getting attacked by fucking moths and shit. Yeah. They mad at his voicemail. The brother who was on the show said cops should be looked at like normal people. Um, nah, bro. They not normal people. They police. I mean, they normal people in the aspect of they should be treated and respected like everybody else. But nah, they're sworn to an oath to uphold the law and protect it and protect other people. So they need to know that and they need to uphold that. That's like walking to a hospital and saying the doctors and the surgeons and the patients are all the same. No, 
I'm not going to go to a cop and ask them they baking tips, but if I need somebody to, you know what I'm saying, catch a burglar or something like that, that's what they there for. baking or baking? They're supposed to know I think you said baking. the laws okay. that they claim like he's really pushing this whole to, pig to be sworn to, just like a pharmacist is supposed to know the or the the medicine that they prescribe to somebody that's a profession they chose they they held to a higher standard like mike said you can't no they're not the same as other people i gotta totally disagree with that um now as far as the frats 99.998 percent of people that join frats join them to get pussy i don't know why he tried <laughs> to sell that story that that was something else no sir no, sir. With all due respect, because you said you was like 48, and so you were my elder. With all due respect, <laughs> no, sir. You might have joined it for other reasons, and I respect that. And I mean, I'm sure there are people who join it for other reasons, but no. The, you you know the average person that joined in that fraternity did not join up thinking, I'm going to have nationwide connections that's going to help me for life. No. No way. Especially for the fact that that shit is not even true. And the reason why I can say that's not true, I'm going to use the good old boy we've been told. Y'all was talking about through the whole podcast. Collins in a fraternity. And there are a couple coaches in the same fraternity. And I'm quite sure there's a multitude of players in the same fraternity. So where is all that solidarity and brotherhood for him? Pause for I haven't seen nobody. I listened to I so I listened to uh, Jeff's earlier, and I was waiting for this point to happen. Oh, okay. And he makes a great fucking point, and I'm curious as hell. I don't even know. I think he's a Kappa, uh, Colin. I don't know which fraternity he's in. Whatever the case. I, don't know. I have not seen one post online via his Twitter, Facebook, or in the news of any. Of whatever, cause I, that's the thing. I don't even know what fraternities because I never seen. I haven't seen them <laughs> niggas right. saying nothing in solidarity of him <laughs> at all. And I feel like if 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 it, the fraternity is supposed to be such a fucking brotherhood, I have not seen not one fraternity that couldn't be with him say anything in support of him. Not one. And I didn't even know he was in a fraternity. I had. I. You know what? <laughs> this when, is news when, to me. When he said it, I said that makes sense. Because I thought that I almost, I, I just, it just one thing I just didn't recall, but that nigga's in a fraternity, and I haven't seen nothing of whatever fraternity he is say anything to back him, and and it's not like I'm a nigga that's under a rock or something, because I feel like I'm in, I I I read the news, um, you know, uh, I'm pretty active on Twitter and things of that nature. Yeah, he's a kappa. I ain't seen not a goddamn kappa say any fucking thing. And supported him at all. I have not seen that shit. It could have happened. And I'm under some random ass rock that I didn't flip, but whatever. Whatever the case. I ain't, I ain't seen, seen none no of Kane that shit. swirling in support of Colin Kaepernick. I ain't seen nothing. Well, you know what? Well, I seen one person, but he was just protesting. He didn't say anything about the actual the brotherhood of him being in the fraternity. But I haven't seen nothing where someone directly spoke on and said that in in solidarity with my with my frat brother. <laughs> I am protesting or kneeling or any of that. Haven't seen none, not a one. Interesting. Not a one. But now it's funny. I, I click Colin Kaepernick fraternities and then I see uh, 
fraternity brothers show up and drove the protest in front of NFL <laughs> headquarters. Fuck. <laughs> I was hoping I wasn't going to find that. But that's kind of dope, though. Glad it happened. <laughs> but yeah, I hadn't, as in, other than this article, hadn't seen none. So I'm glad to see it actually happen. But I hadn't seen nothing real public public about that. But that's dope. I'm glad they did. Because I was like, man, that's a real shitty-ass fucking fraternity. There ain't nobody out here from his brotherhood out here supporting that nigga. So kudos to them. Random, while well, I got this paused, it's showing like other videos that he's posted to his YouTube account. Mm. He got some views on some of his shit. Some of his dance videos, 187 views, 144 views. Well, he's really into that shit, so. Yeah, he got some views on there. <clears throat> Doing his little cap- I wonder, though, the people, no, the people who, <laughs> right. I wonder the people who uh, watch his video for dancing catch the questions for the podcast. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, what is this shit? He ain't fucking dancing. Like, oh, no, I do a sweep kick, nigga. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> he said a sweep kick. <laughs> this is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Trying to learn how to do a bicycle kick, and he over here talking about fucking fucking racial injustice. What the right. fuck is this shit? Where's that two step, nigga? <laughs> and I'm over here choking on the cigar. Players doing it. They do a bunch of other stuff, but they not marching with them. And as far as I'm told, Greeks are supposed to stick together, especially the people in, the, in that's in the same um, fraternity that you chose. But the way Greeks were founded, from my understanding, was whether you was a Kappa, an Alpha, Omega, whatever. If y'all was doing something, Greeks ride together and doing something. Now, they got their own little interpersonal beefs or whatever, but once they get outside of that, they supposed to all ride together. And I don't see no Greeks riding for Cap, and he is one. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm on board with Mike. That's that's about getting laid. I'm just saying. Um but look, I got a question. Protest so, the, the thing about question. the kneeling and stuff, and Otis saw it on my page. I see a lot of people trying to say that it's not the protest. It's not the subject they disagree with. It's the way that they're protesting it. I personally think that's a bullshit ass reason since they don't want to come out and say they don't want people to talk about the protest. But I digress. My question is... Can you support something or support someone in something such as kneeling or whatever and still try to tell them not to do it? Because to me, if I support you in something, I'm not going to try to discourage it. Regardless of how much I disagree with it, I'm not going to try to discourage it if I say or claim to support what the root of it is. Um, Before I forget, Mike. Um, I got your answer for your football gear. You said you want to go to the games and raise hell and make people mad. Here you go. You get you a you get you a hoodie. On the back, you get Black Lives at the top, Matter at the bottom, and in the middle, like movie credits, you put all the names of all the people that's been unjustly done wrong or whatever by the police. That's on the back. Then you get a hat, and on the front, you write you put you have Black Lives Matter, BLM, or whatever put on the front. Then whenever you go to a game, when everybody stands, you stand up and turn your back. So every Titan Tron and every camera can see the back of your hoodie and zoom in on that shit. And everybody in the rows behind you can just stare at your mean mug and your Black Lives Matter hat. And then you can just give them that look like, I dare one of you bitches to say something. Let me know how that works, fam. All right, I'll holler. <laughs> Peace. 
Let me know how that works, fam. Sounds like he knows it's risky. Like, <laughs> he, like, he, like, it. like he just sends you into the lion's den. Like, <laughs> right. Let me know how it works, pimp. <laughs> right. Let me know how that 100,000 people uh, handle that. Peace. Right. <laughs> While you chilling at home, like, yeah, peace out. Let me know how that works, brother. But that reminds me of another thing that I wanted to talk about from Baylor's first, first voice message. Was he was talking about protesting and shit like that, like not watching the games and shit. And we were talking about this before we started recording. And I was saying, you know, last week we were saying, like, you know, I think that, you know, not watching the games is pretty much a a pointless endeavor. But, like, going, like, Baylor was saying, like, don't buy the jerseys, don't go to the games and shit like that. And we were saying, I, I was telling Otis, I was like, you know, my job is offering up uh, fairly good deals on Lions tickets. And I was about to buy some. And I was like, you know what, man? I don't know if I can really do that. Uh, I was like, I, I, you know, I, I'm fine with watching the games because I don't think it makes a difference as far as like impacting the NFL at all. But I know that me going to the games and paying for them does. And even though it's not like if I don't go that now, now the game ain't gonna sell out. <laughs> it's gonna sell out regardless. But from a from a moral stance, actually giving my money to the NFL, who has gone out of its way to blackball Colin Kaepernick, and while uh, under the idea that he's not good and then like having like Brandon Whedon playing shit like that. <laughs> like, you know, I can't really get behind that. <laughs> but we were also saying that the Lions get a home playoff game. We in that bitch, dog. <laughs> like, we've been waiting. Fuck. How long have the Lions since the Lions had a home playoff game? I don't know. I was, man, probably fucking back in, uh, what was the year they lost to Washington in the NFC championship? Like, like 95 or some, <laughs> some shit like the fucking 90s, dog. Like, that's probably the last time they had a fucking home playoff game. Every other time they got into the playoffs, they were like the fucking wild card or some shit. And I think there was one time fairly recently where they like won the division, but like they still ended up having to play on the road. <laughs> so it's like, like they ain't got no fucking they ain't even had a home playoff game in I don't know, recent fucking memory. Them motherfuckers get a home playoff game. I'm in that bitch, dog. Yeah, I, I feel like I will wear the Black Lives Matter hoodie that uh <laughs> that Jeff suggested, but I'm in that bitch. I feel like you know, uh, you know, same token as you is like I I don't see myself as much as I want to. I don't see myself paying to go to a game. But all bets is off come playoff. They make a fucking home playoff game. I'm in that bitch. For and I have no sure. regrets. None. Nan. So. So yeah. uh, let me go back to Baylor's email about um. Uh, Vegas. So it's called terrorizing Vegas. So obviously this isn't related to our last podcast because the shit hadn't happened yet. But it was a topic for this week. So let's go. Um, yeah, I know I got a lot of feedback this time around, but I'm pretty sure y'all heard about the incident in uh, Vegas. Uh, Wait, what? Something happened in Vegas? (laughs) Elaborate, please. Someone hit for a million? (laughs) Right. And the, the thing, the reason, only reason why I went to send feedback about this, I'm pretty sure y'all probably talk about it on the show. I don't know. But the crazy part about, the thing about Vegas is people that stay in Vegas and people that stay in L.A., maybe California, period, um, we don't even go to the Strip. You know what I mean? Like, the Strip, I mean, unless you've been to the Strip in your 20s, like, going to the Strip after your 30s is pretty much pointless. You know, the strip is definitely overrated. Uh, but that's a false opinion. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me. And maybe for people in California, that's different. But I've been to Vegas. 
don't know, maybe like five times. The the strip is not. What? When did it it's still overrated, though. I don't know. I think. It's I mean, all, if you go a lot, I guess maybe you're 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 kind of yeah. skewed. I, I, and I know that people who live there don't go. That's cool because that's normal for you. But for those of us who don't live there, like even at five times, it's still live. Like I, 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 it's still dope. So anyway, uh, it, not, not to say it's not fun. It's still fun. It's just that you know it meant more back when you was in your you know early to mid twenties and things like that. But now it's just you know it's it's something for tourists to see. And that's where I was going is that at least 75 80 maybe 85 percent of the people that's going to be on the strip on a regular not just you know for special events and things like that on the regular is going to be tourists out of town people all the time all the right, time you right. have people from different you know countries different states um and that was the sad part about this is that I just, you know, my homeboy just called me. He stayed in Vegas. He told me, you know, it just went, it jumped from 20 to 50. Now it's at 59. You know, it was at 400 people uh, hurt. Now it's at, what, 515 that's injured uh, for, you know, and we don't know why. We don't know why. And that's one of the things that pissed me off uh, is that these niggas go out here and they do this weird shit. And you know what? Is, hey, what is forty five going to do now? Like this nigga had, he's had maybe what two months of just U.S. tragedy, and ain't did not a nada, nada. But I mean, as expected, though. You know, that's not that's not my homie. But the situation just overall is just a sad situation because these people come from out of town. Like I even had, you know, speaking of, I had a cousin from Memphis. And her friends were they, they went to Vegas on a on a trip, I think maybe for her birthday. Um, and you know, my, my aunts and things like that from Memphis was calling me saying that, you know, your cousin's gonna be out there. They told me that Saturday and then, you know, they started calling me like two, three o'clock in the morning asking, you know, can you check on your cousin? You know what I'm saying? Because they were staying off of this trip. You know, in Mandalay Bay, that's one of the you know, the strip got a gang of hotels. Mandalay Bay is up there. So it's that's crazy, man. These cats is just a bunch of cowards, though. You know what I'm saying? So that's it, man. Hopefully y'all touch on this topic. It was a real tough one, you know, but that's the way the world is these days. All right, y'all. All right, so that's all our feedback this week. Um, so... Obviously, we were going to talk about Vegas. Um, what do you got? For Vegas? Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. I just wonder now, like, how do you... I've been seeing people, even though it's been the... Not say even though. Let me, let me, let me, let me go back. Let me go back. <laughs> people are still justifying their reason to have these big ass crazy ass fucking guns in the midst of almost 600 people being shot up like i had a uh, old coworker make this facebook post and it, i was going to read it but it's insignificant really but he basically tried to justify having a ak47 as a home defense gun if three or four people broke into his house and he needed to kill them all 
Like, you're making the worst case scenario for your reason to have a gun like that when the likelihood of that happening is probably almost never, dude. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, I, I mean, it's been, it's been, I don't, I don't really associate with a lot of people that's really that gun happy like that. So I haven't seen, seen a lot of them. That was one of the few posts, one of the few of only, but like, dude, there has to be some kind of gun reform here, dude. It has to be. There's no fucking way, reason a person has like 47 fucking guns, whatever. It was 40 something, you know, like what the fuck, dude? But, you know, people made the point where it's that, you know, if if our country didn't didn't push for gun reform when uh, Sandy Hook happened with all the kids dying, they're not going to give a fuck. No. They're still not going to give a fuck. You know, the, the interesting thing to me about uh, all the pleas for gun reform is that you get people who are, when they say, like, you know, th- why they think they should have guns, they go, it's my Second Amendment right. It's my Second Amendment right. And people fall on that and use that as a reason when that's not a reason. No. Just because you have the right to have one doesn't mean you need to have one. And it's debatable that you should even have the right to have one. The Second Amendment, uh, when you often hear talk about the Second Amendment, you hear the the right to bear arms. But the first part of that talks about the... uh, a was it like a well-regulated militia something like that and people fail to mention that part of it none of these none of us are well-regulated militia none of us are militia and it's not even debatable the amount of motherfuckers that got guns that are not well-regulated there's nothing even remotely regulated about gun ownership as a matter of fact i'll say this on a podcast um i was told that so I uh, uh, marijuana use is is legal in Michigan with a with a medical marijuana card. I was told that I would not be able to buy a gun if I had a medical marijuana card because it's almost like a almost like a conflict of interest. Like yeah, you know if you have if you if you can have weed that that can if you if you are capable of having weed then that could uh, impair your judgment to the point where. You shouldn't be able to go own a gun. Now, before I even get into that aspect of it, let's talk about all the people who have committed all these shootings and their various states of mental illness. And they were able to buy guns. Being able to uh, get marijuana is, is I, I would think, on the totem pole of mental issues. Being able to get marijuana is non-existent. Um, but... After uh, I had a couple uh, robberies at my house, um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a gun. I'm going to get a, a nice shotgun. And and my exact words were, the next nigga that tries to rob me, I'm going to blow a hole in his body. <laughs> like That was, that was, my, that was my, my uh, phrasing of it. I, so when I went to, I went to uh, Dick's Sporting Goods to buy a shotgun... And, of course, they make you fill out paperwork and they run a background check. My nigga, I got approved in less than two minutes. Two minutes. And, granted, I don't have a record. You know, I, well, <laughs> I don't have I don't have a record that should pre- prevent me from getting a gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the point is, I don't have anything on my record that says this guy should be able to get a gun. And I was told that if I, if I had a medical marijuana card, I wouldn't be able to get one. And I was approved 
I don't. I think two minutes might be a stretch. And you had a marijuana card when you got approved. Yeah, this was shit. This was like a month or two ago. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I got approved with. I, it wasn't even two minutes, dude. It was like it was less than one minute. Like the computers weren't working, and we had to move to different computers. But once we got to a computer that was working, my shit got uploaded, and I think like the FBI, like it gets into like an FBI database, and that shit got approved in like it was less than a minute. 45 seconds, something like that. I don't even, I, I never, I've never been familiar with the actual rules for buying. Cause you got a, you got a handgun or a shotgun? No, I got a shotgun. I didn't know you had rules. I thought you can just get one. You can. I mean, shit, you can. I just got one. Like this. Well, yeah, I just, really I didn't know, I didn't know it was even a check like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was checked. I mean, but I guess it's, it's I, I don't know what it looks for. Maybe, like, maybe it's like if, if you got a felony charge or something or you did time. I don't know what, what would, what would have to pop up for you to get not get approval? But whatever the case is, I got approval in less than a minute. The the thing about the gun shit, man, like like I said, people people fall back on that Second Amendment shit. And the Constitution is <laughs> to say it's outdated is an understatement, but <laughs> but the Constitution is not something that I think it's something that people fall back on when they don't have anything else to say like if if your best argument for why you should have a gun is the second amendment that was created hundreds of years ago that's not really a good uh justification for why you should have it and that's the best that's literally the best they can do i have the right i posted on facebook this morning i was listening to npr and there was a guy who uh they interviewed whose daughter was shot at the Vegas incident. Not killed, but she was shot. And he flew out to Vegas to, uh, you know, go see her in the hospital and shit. And they interviewed him, and this motherfucker was like, uh, I don't I don't believe in any kind of gun regulation because my Second Amendment allows me to have a gun, and guns don't kill people, people kill people. Man, that was about the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. And to, he- and to hear that on the heels of your kid being shot by a psychopath who shot over 500 people and killed 59 people and your response to your your shot daughter is that I have the right to own a gun because of the second amendment your, that's your, your response daughter just got your daughter got. could be dead my nigga like dead because some psychopath bought what 40 something guns whatever he had 20 something guns in his hotel room your response to that is that the second amendment says I could have one so uh, let me just, uh, you know, make sure my daughter's, uh, breathing tube is straight. Like, fuck out of here, dog. Like, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Like, that's a dumbass fucking argument, man. I saw t- another tweet that says, like, it wasn't, I saw you posted it, but I saw a, a separate tweet from it that said something like, uh, Kim Jong-un can have nukes because nukes don't kill people. people well, yeah, I just people. did the part, yeah, nukes, because, you know, that's always their go-to is that guns don't kill people, kill, people kill people. And then, you know, the guy said, it was like, yeah, nukes don't kill people. People kill people. Like, yeah, whatever. Same fucking shit, dude. That, I, I'm, I'm a proponent of, 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 of people protecting <laughs> themselves and things of that nature. But, dude, no, I just, I just don't see the, especially after you can have, it's been like, I think, I don't remember the exact number, but I know it was at least, it's been at least 1,500 mass shootings since. Sandy Hook, and people are still fucking pro guns, pro pro these like pro 
fucking assault assault rifles and all those little crazy shit. People got assault rifles they ain't probably used in years. They're just sitting around. It ain't like it's insurance and shit. Like you about to just pull out a fucking World War Four and shit out of the blue and shit. Like, nah, dude. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I just don't understand why people are so pro gun. Like I, I don't really get it. Because they can't they can't even explain it. Because their their justification is always it's my right to have one. But, okay, but why do you need one though? Like like what for? And then people were like, uh people use guns for hunting and all this kind of shit. But I don't need an AK forty seven to kill a rabbit, my nigga. Like I like I could throw a rock at a rabbit and kill that motherfucker. If I mean in theory. I mean I'm not Justin Verlander. But like, you know, in theory, you don't need an AK forty seven to kill a rabbit. Like, I, I just I don't understand how I, and I guess I guess the 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 best example of it is when somebody said that we should have known that no gun regulation was gonna come after Sandy Hook. Like if that wasn't enough, ain't nothing gonna be enough. That's it. And I don't know what it's gonna take, but I don't think that I don't think that there's ever gonna be an instance that can make people go like, you know what, we might have overdone it with the gun shit. I don't think that's gonna happen. Like if it hasn't happened now, like I mean shit. He shot over 500 people. He killed 59 people. <clears throat> like they said, it's the. Uh, I, I, also, I kind of want to talk about this too. Was that people were saying it was the the biggest mass the biggest mass shooting in modern history, and even that rhetoric was kind of twisted. To people saying that it was the biggest sh- biggest mass killing in United States history, which I don't think anybody ever said. They were saying in modern day in modern U.S. history, which. <clears throat> When I look at it, I look at it as um, when we say modern history, modern history What's being modern history to me. Modern history is the the recent history of mass shootings. Mass shootings didn't happen all the time. <laughs> I'd say I think maybe like Columbine was probably like the first like mass shooting that like really hit headlines. Right. Since Columbine mass shootings have popped up everywhere right so like you said you said it was 1500 since sandy hook so think of how many there's been since columbine right so in the like to me modern history of mass shootings is like columbine on where they become prevalent now is that saying that more than 59 people have never been killed no but as far as like mass shootings go since they've been prevalent over the course of the past i want to say columbine was probably like I'm guessing like well, I think the late nineties. So close to twenty years. Well, I think I well, and it seemed like it mostly came from a lot of people who were counting like shoot mass killings that were like late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, yeah. which were uh ones that were killings of like tons of black people. So I kept seeing that. But regardless of if that was the reason that for people bitching or whatever, I mean, it's kind of valid, but whatever the case, that's not my point. My point is that, uh, I feel like to even mention that just seems to be so sensationalized of the issue and shit. It's like, I think news, news sources were making that larger than, larger than the, the fact of just so many people being killed. I don't know. I just felt like that was like a, 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 a bait, a baiting in to read articles and shit like that. I no, mean, absolutely. It's definitely, know, it's definitely meant to, to, to spark an emotional reaction in people. And especially on the heels of the fact that the prior greatest 
mass shooting in modern day history was like last year. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm bad with time, but it might have been two years ago. But the fucking shooting at that uh, that gay nightclub in Orlando. Oh, oh yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, like, and then too, I, I don't know. If, uh, so I mean, one I can't remember which met. It's been so fu- been so many, but um, I remember one after one of them. I remember it was a site where they were they did like a a dot map of mm-hmm. like where mass shootings happen in like United States and whatever. So basically, from what I remember reading, I wish I had that article. Excuse me, is that any shooting? Over four people being shot and killed was considered mass shooting. Okay. So I was like, I mean, it wasn't like it, and and not to say it doesn't matter because I mean, shit, four or five people killed at the same time is still fucked up. Mm -hmm. But you know, it wasn't given like it was like twenty and thirty people killed and shit like that. But I mean, shit, even remember, do you remember when that barbershop shooting happened here and it was like eight or ten people killed or some shit on the east side or some shit? That's considered a mass shooting and shit, you know. So. Yeah, I, I I mean that's my own definition of modern mass mass shooting history because I I feel like prior to Columbine we weren't here that like that wasn't happening like to any noticeable noticeable degree yeah, and I think I, of like the big ones since I think of Columbine I think of Virginia Tech I think of that uh, movie theater uh, one oh, no, the guy with the orange hair or some shit, and, shit. And, I, and I feel like to to bring up. Well, what about these mass shootings? Now you're comparing mass shootings to mass shootings and shit. And I just feel like it's just a low blow. It just It's just a conversation that doesn't have to be held then. Yeah, one's like, not a more important like, than another. Like, it could have been any time in the fucking year you, you brought up the mass shooting that happened in whatever, 1922 of like 100 black people or some shit. That could have happened in any conversation. But today, this day that a mass shooting happened in Vegas, you're like, no, no, no. Hold my beer. There was one that happened, and you know, like right. that. Just it just seemed classless. Like I mean, it does shit. seem kind of tacky. Like you're taking away, you know, what I'm saying the, the the fuck shit of this one because you know news sources are being dicks and shit. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, you know, whatever. It's, don't take away from the fact that so many fucking like 600 people got shot, dude. Don't take away because the news is being assholes and shit. You know, yeah, so. I, I'm definitely pro gun regulation, and it's. It's not even a result of mass shootings. Like, mass shootings is a byproduct of it, but, like, I just don't see the need for it. Like, and basing the whole logic on the Constitution is, like, we have all these people who have died needlessly under the idea that the Constitution says we should be able to have them. Like, I almost feel like the Constitution needs to be upgraded to Windows 10. Like, <laughs> like we need an updated version of that bitch. It's, it's, yeah, it's so weird how you know people want to keep and they want to keep certain stuff and take certain stuff away and shit. Like that shit needs to be fucking updated. They need, you know, that shit is so out of date and you know just it's it's, it's shit needs to change, dude. Literally, it's the and, same thing as hating gay people because the Bible said that. Uh, like if a man lay with another man, you should stone that nigga. Like okay, so <laughs> like so here in 2017, we gonna stone gay people because the Bible said so. Like, like you don't look at that, and be like you know what? Maybe we need to amend that. Like that's just some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean it's just people using whatever kind of evidence or um, books or data or whatever to support their own fucked up belief they like oh, i want to be able to i want to be able to have 17 ak-47s and my reason for it is because the constitution says i could have them that's not 
reason for having them. That's just that's just the Constitution existing. Right. <laughs> like that. Like that's not a reason for having them. That's just your reason for. I don't even know. That's I don't even know. I don't even think that's a connection. Like I need it because I can. Like okay, that's not a reason for needing it. So I I, I don't. I really can't understand I mean, the idea and, of people wanting it because. And, and based on all the news shit, they paint this guy as a fucking angel. So he's he's basically just like anybody else who says they need guns just in case. And he's stockpiling guns since 1982. They said something <laughs> like that. Like he. Oh like, wait, that's real? No, that's real. Like literally, <laughs> they said something about 82 or 84. He started buying all these fucking guns and shit. Um, and he's had this fucking cache of guns forever and shit. And then started buying more closer to the date of. And so forth. So just like a lot of people who saying they just want them for sport or protection and all this shit. That was probably his same fucking arguments and shit if he had them. And they say, you know, he in the fucking 30 something floor shooting down and shit, fucking murdering tons of fucking people and shit. So, you know, if, if that's the case, he they, they haven't painted him as no vicious person, no person that was, you know, known to shoot a motherfucker and all this shit. They painted him just like any of these other people who claim to have their guns for whatever reason is. So he's just like anybody else, especially the way they painted him in a retirement community was nice and blah, blah, blah. He's the same person. Everybody that says they, they are pro these automatic guns and shit. He's just like them. And he did the same shit. So why should I trust you, the person who wants to keep their guns, when based on the news and everybody that talks about him, he's just like you, that person. So, I mean, I don't. The argument is weak as fuck, weak as hell. And speaking of weak arguments, now we got the consp- the conspiracy theorists around. Dude, I don't want to hear that. But man, that shit is so. Like I don't even like. It was a guy uh, on Baylor's Facebook post. Trying to insert some crazy like uh, 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 conspiracy assertions and shit, and I'm like, dude, I don't even know what the fuck you talking about. Like, we were talking about it was somebody else posting about, and he was off. That dude was off too, talking about you know if he was black or blah blah blah. I'm like, it's not even this. This isn't even a, a black or fucking white thing. The the issue was whether. He, whether he should be categorized as a terrorist or not. That was the conversation. And the guy started talking about, you know, black people catching them. I'm like, like what black people? Like, there was one black guy that I know of that's done a fucking mass shooting and they sure as hell lay with him as a fucking terrorist. Uh Mohammed such and such did the, the DC sniper and shit. I thought his name was Dorner. No, DC. The guy that had the he had the kid with him and he was shooting out the fucking uh I remember that that wasn't Dorner? Dorner was in Cali and he was the army dude. And he run around killing folks. Oh, I thought he was a DC guy. DC I guy was DC the one, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, shooting out the fucking uh, like caprice a and shit. Or some shit out yeah. of and shit, he was a fucking terrorist just like the rest of these fuckers was. So no one's painting him in a different picture. He was what he was. But you know, for some crazy reason, the United States do not want to paint white men as terrorists. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. I saw a funny. There was a funny joke on Family Guy where like, <laughs> where Peter held up like a color, a color board, and it was like, it, it showed like terrorist and not terrorist, and it like span like color things almost like a, oh, almost like yeah. a carpet, a carpet sample. Well, that's the one from a Family Guy. Yeah, it was on Family Guy. <laughs> it's yeah, like Peter got pulled over and he held up like a, like a, I guess a, a skin color version of like a carpet sample, and it showed like, 
like terrorist to non-terrorist and it spanned like non-terrorist was like the whitest and like as it got darker they got yeah yeah yeah, yeah. More i remember terrorist. <laughs> but um that's real yeah so i saw I'm, I'm i'm just gonna read this one and i'm not gonna like break it down but like this is just an example of how the conspiracy theorists get down it's a it's pretty much the one picture that's been showed of steven paddock um over the past couple days where he looks like fucked up and his eyes closed he looked drunk and it says let me get this straight so he gets about 400 pounds of equipment up 30 floors, sets up a concealed sniper nest, disarms fire alarms and other security systems, other security system in place at a casino, removed a window that's 800 pounds of hurricane-proof glass, then for 10 minutes rained in aimed firepower, all with no training whatsoever and with what and with no motive. So, it's using all this as evidence of how this is some sort of conspiracy, and like. I feel like 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 looking at this, I feel like most of this is a combination of complete patently false shit and a twisting of facts to create the narrative of conspiracy. Like I'm not going to hit all these things cuz for one I'm not even up to date on the news of that's broken over the course of the past day or so about what other shit might have come out. But Nothing. like just taking the first sentence he gets about 400 pounds of equipment up to 30 floors. My first thing is I ain't heard nothing about no weight of the equipment, for one. For two, I heard that he had 20-some-odd guns in there and other like a whole bunch of shit in this room, right? Who the fuck is – like th this shit makes it sound like he literally dragged that shit up 30 flights. My nigga, he could have this hotel room for three days – and carry that shit and put that like they don't have elevators in Mandalay like, Bay. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, all you gotta do is like fucking put it on the cart and roll like, it into an elevator. Like he just came in there with fucking guns drawn all on him and shit. And <laughs> right. like, cool, your room is up there, sir. Let me help you. And grab and, like he couldn't have had two fucking two full ass suitcases full of like you need a fucking suitcase per gun or something. Like you couldn't have had two full two full cases. Full of fucking guns. Whatever the fuck you have. People come in vacation and stay for days. Sometimes fucking weeks. No matter the case. No one's questioning why someone has three bags coming and staying for however <laughs> right, long. At a hotel in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> and ain't nobody counting how many times you go. Like, people you come to vacation. You can take them up 50 pounds of guns at a time. People come to vacation. Elevator. People come to fucking whatever they, excuse me, whatever they fucking do in fucking Vegas. And since Vegas, at least to my knowledge, hadn't had any sort of shooting of this this kind especially coming from a hotel who there's no reason to be alarmed they said he disarmed fire alarms i heard nothing about that no. how do you disarm fire alarms in a las vegas casino how, how like you, i haven't heard that and two that literally sounds impossible <laughs> like disarming the fire alarms in a las vegas casino and you a random ass 60 year old man who lives in a fucking retirement home or some shit like, ain't nobody said this motherfucker disarmed fire alarms in the Mandalay Bay, dog. Even still, dude. Just say that even still he disarmed fire alarms. Why do people see that as impossible? Like, <laughs> it's possible. He could have fucking did it. That doesn't make it a conspiracy that it's something up with the story. Like, the, the, the worst part to me about conspiracy people is that they don't even seem to, to verify their own conspiracy. Right. That's the, sh the shitty part. I f like if you, if they you, just share memes or comments to support their theory. 
And they, it doesn't they, matter if they it's gotta true. be going off means like because what are, what are, what news sources are they even going to like? Or so you just think every fucking news source is just fucking trash. So if you think every news source is trash, what are you actually looking at then? You know what I mean? Like where are you getting this info info then from? Because obviously I can't I couldn't see it being multiple. Well, I take that back. It probably is multiple conspiracy sites. But how do you how do you confirm the 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 realness of a conspiracy site by looking on another fucking conspiracy site like some shit could happen and I okay for instance someone could die in the news today and you, so you're at work and somebody says such and such dead what's the first site you go to you oh me yeah see if such and such dead yeah I don't know CNN or something like that I don't know but I was hoping you gonna say TMZ because that's mostly what oh, happens. That's only for I'm just saying. So that, <laughs> I'm my bad celebrity. So basically, if so a celebrity died for me, the as of now, 2017, fucking October, a celebrity died. What first TMZ thing say? I do, huh? What TMZ say? What TMZ say? <laughs> and then I probably go to some other shit. Pre, pre Michael Michael Jackson died. I don't know what site I would. I would probably went to CNN. Then the ABC, the maybe Fox, or that's what I see when Michael Jackson died. Like, well, let me see what CNN say first, dude. When I <laughs> when it first happened, it was TMZ. I'm like, nah. So I started going to other sites, and CNN was like, he ain't dead, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I was exactly. like, y'all better shut the fuck up. Citing TMZ as a source of Michael Jackson being dead. CNN said he all right. So after <laughs> after Mike after Mike died, TMZ became the source. Oh whatever. So and they ain't been wrong ever since. And they, and dog, they <laughs> have a track record of fucking a hundred, dog. So, but. I don't get like where do you go for conspiracy shit if you don't believe what the mainstream media is and I feel like to a degree you take you take news you know say with a grain of salt and you confirm so if some shit happened and say that's non-death related or whatever you know you got the main sites you got or some shit happened in Detroit or whatever you got main sites you got WDIV you know WXYZ Fox 2 whatever the case so you're fact checking shit I don't I don't know where do you fact check conspiracy shit though. Like are you going to other conspiracy sites? And who, who what's the source of this shit? You know what I'm saying? Other conspiracy sites. So I don't Facebook I don't, memes. Yeah, so yeah, I, I don't get that shit, man. I mean, and the thing is because it to me it seems like a lot of people who, who get who goes on these conspiracies, they Damn, I don't lost my track of thought. Um fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, I know what to say. So, for I was about people to say, welcome to, say, to my world. I, I, I was like, damn, man, I'm pulling a mic and shit. For people who go with these conspiracy things, it seems like it it starts off with shit that seems unbelievable to them, like it's impossible to them. Like if your brain can't can't fathom shit, some shit happening, it may not be a conspiracy. It may just like you may just be too simple minded <laughs> to think this shit is possible. Like it ain't it ain't it ain't what's happening. It's just you can't comprehend it. So I mean, I, I I don't know, dude. I I don't get that shit. So um, also Gardnow sent me a message asking a question. Um, it's a little bit of a read, not a little bit, but I mean, it's not it's not a long read, but I'm gonna read her message and we can address it real quick too, since she sent something in. But uh, she said she was watching John Oliver's show, and um, it he I guess he was talking about gun control. She said he interviewed this fucking nutcase. Who said, amongst other things, that Australia is not the real world with real human beings? Which, for the record, Australia had, uh, I think, a, a, an article I posted that says something like Australia did gun control after a mass shooting in like 
it was some long ass time ago and they haven't had one since. But uh, anyway, she's a interview one of these pro gun freaks and he is from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. And then she said, who I have no doubt are cousin fucking Nazis or, or something similar. She said, my question is, this guy is clearly a fucking weirdo, but sadly, there are obviously more like him. Whole leagues of them. Is the fact that he's from Virginia relevant? Is Virginia a place full of white gun waving rednecks or could he come from anywhere in the States? I don't know much about Virginia. It shocks me. There's a league of people this dumb, but maybe they're they are in more places than Virginia. Fucking hell, between cops that are killing you and white cousin fucking gun-toting dummies, black people lead a perilous existence over there. Uh, let's see, and sadly, I imagine there is some crossover between the two groups I just mentioned. Uh, just to address her question real quick, since she's not familiar with our geography, uh, Virginia is not uh, unique to the country. Uh, there, there's no, there's no. Uh, there's no place that I think is unique to American fuckery. It's American fuckery. And that shit is prevalent in every fucking state in this country. This country is full of fucking morons. And that kind of shit exists, I'm sure, in every state. I'd say if you were to talk about the places that that kind of shit is more prevalent, you might have to go a little farther down south. Your Mississippi, your Alabama, shit like that, where you got like, extra redneck shit going on but to answer your question no virginia is not unique there i'm sure there are places like that in most states if not all of them probably got some right here in michigan yeah i, I don't think no 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 state contiguous or not in the united states is free of fuck shit so i mean I, I think if you go into like the southern states they still fucking got statues who commiterate you know uh fucking slave owners and steal fly confederate flags and and fuck shit like that but for the most sure, most part excuse me every state got their own fuck shit going hell we we got a, a city in michigan that don't have fucking clean water which is a fucking atrocity so i mean we all got our fuck shit issues here so indeed we do it's a i don't think one is 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 worse than the other um but yeah they all got they their their shit so so let's talk about our inbred president for a minute. So, um, as you all know, Puerto Rico experienced um, pretty fucked up hurricane, which was at this point probably like two weeks ago. And our fuck ass president just went there yesterday and tossing paper towel and fucking like he's shot, shooting a, shooting shot a ball in video, yeah, and with shit. his fucking broke ass jumper, shooting fucking CVS brand paper towel into the crowd like he was what? doing. What is that even? What is that even for? Like, what does that do? Like, like, shoot paper, a, like, like are they gonna use piss, it to soak up like flood water? Like he's like he's at the pisses game shooting fucking t-shirts with a t-shirt <laughs> gun or some shit at people. Dude, well, first off, let's back let's back backtrack a little. When Hurricane first hit Puerto Rico, you had the mayor of Puerto Rico fucking vying for help. She's in the fucking flood waters with a bullhorn searching for people, and he criticizes her about the shit she's saying and doing and shit. And and it it almost makes you think Puerto Rico was not a fucking was not a fucking part of the United States. Like I, I hundred percent believe was, he does not think it was. I, dude, I feel like he had to be reminded. Yeah. Like, sir, yes, they they informed, are they not are, reminded. Yes, yeah. <laughs> informed, yeah. Like, sir, yes, they. You, you mean? But they in the middle of the fucking ocean. Yeah. That it, it, it's still us though. It's, you sure? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, Puerto Rico is a, a definite U.S. territory. Like, yeah. sure. Yeah, and and he even so, his dumbass wife probably knew that shit. So that shit happened two weeks ago. I was listening, again listening to NPR this morning, and apparently. Over the course of the past two weeks where he was not going to Puerto Rico, he went golfing four times and also went made an appearance at some golf tour- tournament at not doing shit. I mean, like this shit said, was worse than than than, than uh, George Bush W. flying over fucking Katrina and shit and doing other fuck shit. <sighs> Apparently, he, uh, he was golfing. Uh, he shows up after two weeks. During the course of this time... Tweeted all kinds of shit about Colin Kaepernick and kneeling and all this shit. All this NFL shit. Didn't say shit about Puerto Rico. Shows up after two weeks. Shoots paper towel into the fucking crowd with his fucking non-wet-ass jumper. Fucking, um... This shit is far criticized. from Criticized. Yeah, it's far from wet. Although he's a Puerto Rico. Might have been a little wet. Nah, too <laughs> soon. Um, <No>! anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, he also, uh... Criticized, like you said, criticized. Uh, I think it was the mayor of Puerto Rico for uh, asking for help. He went there and said something like, made some like he was trying to make a joke, saying something like, "Yeah, y'all done fucked our budget up." Like, dude, this is all not like a trying to get like props matter, and shit. Dude. Like, like yeah, y'all fucked our budget up, but we came through for y'all anyway. Tweeted all kinds of slanderous shit. Like this dude, man. Like I, I can't even. Like, the, what else can we even say about this dude, man? Like, we, man. So I have thoughts about him that I can't even say on the podcast. Yeah, me too. Like, it's it's so bad, dog. Like, he's such a horrible person, man. So if you, um, you guys on the internet, if you're uh, um, feeling like going to something funny, go to TrumpGolfCount.com. So TrumpGolfCount.com, basically, and I don't know what their sourcing is, but I've seen it a few times, and I would like to say it's probably pretty legit. But what it does is that it adds up the the cost of taxpayers, what his golf trips have cost him from his from his first term of presidency. <laughs> so currently, they're saying that at least seventy one million eight hundred and ninety thousand eight hundred and eight dollars is what he's cost the taxpayers to go golfing since he's been inaugurated. <laughs> and his favorite criticism of Obama was golfing. was golfing. And that bitch been golfing every fucking week. Dude, Trump should have the meanest golf game ever, dude. He's probably golfed more in his term than Obama golfed over his whole eight years. I would imagine a couple of of of, of uh, presidents, like dude, All right, dude, you, no, oh, he had he has to have a mean ass golf game, dude. Like I just don't see his like golf game probably just like his jumper. People broke. tweeting, tw- people in in Puerto Rico tweeting about the shit's fucked up, and you see a tweet about him flying off to his fucking wherever he goes to fucking play golf. That guy's a fucking cunt, dude. I'm just people voted this fuck ass bitch in, dude. That is so crazy. It's so, you know, I I've had some 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 fucked up times in the last year. You know, fucked up shit happening, but. This I, I I struggle to wrap my mind around the fact that this this motherfucker was was elected, dude. It is so crazy. Uh, I, it it is, man. I I be having wild ass thoughts like, 
what are aliens thinking about us right now? <laughs> like, it's probably alien, aliens watching us from somewhere like, what the fuck? Like, I thought they were an intelligent species. <laughs> no, you know what? It's like, we, I've never thought about it because, you know, we've had, you know, ancient presidents and, you know, George W. and past presidents and stuff. And, and I never really thought of how people would take it of being American, uh, going you know out of the country but i really feel like we're going to be fucking judged going out of the country like what the fuck up with your people like like it, it's not even the cool to be a proud american dude my father-in-law goes out of the country he makes sure that he rocks all canada shit so that don't nobody get it twisted like oh you're American? No, no 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 i'm canadian and i told him that like you know what if i travel out of the country because I, I i still have i, I want to go to italy i want to go to france there's still countries that i want to go to Man, best believe. Am I gonna be claiming United States? Nope. Doc, I go to Mexico in 17 days. I'll I, claim Detroit and be like, Detroit's in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I, I, I don't want to be, you know, on my vacation chilling at a bar, you know, having a beer and a shot and a cigar. And I'm like, where you from, Detroit? Ah, you from Michigan? Well, you're in the United States. Like, fuck, like. That's just a never thought I thought I would have to actually be like Ashamed. shunned and shamed <laughs> for being from the United States. Like somebody comes and says, what's up with that fucking wall y'all want to do? Like, no, no, no. Let's not do this y'all <laughs> shit. I didn't vote for that bitch. Right. I did not vote for him. As far as I'm concerned, Obama is still my president. So, yeah. I, I've never at the point felt like I would have like be ashamed to be an American, dude. But it's that point has come. Yeah, and I, and I am ashamed and rightfully so. Uh, so, did you have anything else you want to talk about on the Puerto Rico shit? Uh, no, man. I just really hope, man, that, you know, they could really, you know, start the process, man, and, you know, get back to a somewhat of a normal life. I couldn't imagine being in a place where you don't even have power, everything is fucking gone, and you got to deal with dipshit-ass Trump on getting y'all shit together. Like, that's I just feel for the people there, man. I have more comments, but I'll save it for after we stop recording. All right, cool. It's not things. It's not things that need to come out publicly. Cool, cool, <laughs> cool. So I have um, a few other things, but we're running a little long, and I have like a couple of short things that we could hit on. Cool. And the stuff that I have that um, from last week that I wanted to talk about will probably take a little bit longer than I'd like. So I kind of want to touch on a couple of short topics, um, and these are like. I don't say fun shit, but like just, you know, like lighter hearted. Yeah, like casual kind of just like, hey, what's up with this fucked up thing? So uh, one of the things I want to talk about, I got a Facebook friend who I'm pretty confident doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, He often will post about um, Facebook friends that he's lost. Like, oh, man, I I made this post and now I've lost eight Facebook friends and I figured out who they were and yada, yada, yada. And it made me think like, man. I don't even know how many Facebook friends I have, for one. For two, I don't think to look to see if that number has decreased. And three, if I did, I wouldn't know who they were. And it makes me wonder, like, have you ever, like, given any thought or consideration to a decrease in Facebook friends or who it is? Like, No, because I I think one is that I just... One, I friend, I friend too many people. So Facebook friend in quote is really in quote because a lot of people I just, you know, I know by association, shit like that. 
I've rarely ever sent out fucking friend requests. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've sent out two friend requests in the last shit. Shit, probably six months. One was from a kid that I knew as a kid, and I, you know, um, seeing that he's actually he he lived here as a kid, moved out of the state, and he's moving back here, and seeing a post about him or something. Friend of him, and then I sent a friend a uh, friend request to uh, DJ oh DJ Tim, Tim Hines. Hines, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, I don't even send requests, and so I give. Matter of fact, I have forty three pending friend requests. No, I actually got more than that. It was in what? the hun- it was in the hundreds uh, last time I checked. But I'm like I don't want to friend these people because most time I I friended a, I friended a cousin of a friend today and as soon as I friended him I just unfollowed him like I don't want to see his shit I did that with somebody too I just like I I don't know I just don't care like it's cool you know people just my, my page is locked so people probably just look on there just to be nosy and shit they see you I ain't even a while they just want to see shit because I swear if I had an open page I don't think people would friend me as much as they probably do if I had an open page I'd be in jail. <laughs> yeah, my shit crazy. Yeah, so it's I like I don't know, I, and and I think when I did my page, I don't know if I had it was any rhyme or reason of just making it a private page, but I just did. But I mean, I got true, I got like a thousand friends or some shit. Like I don't know half these people like that. So, but yeah, I don't, and I I've unfriended one person, and that was a old coworker because he was on some old this kneeling this fucking you know disrespectful shit. And this is like I, I think I had told this story a while back. Um, old coworker, I think he's white mixed with something, but it ain't black. I know that much. Um, and he's you, white mixed with another version of white. Yeah, he may be like white <laughs> and Italian or some shit or whatever. So he's white mixed with white. Yeah, probably is. <laughs> but years ago, it's like I was, I think mid twenties. Um, he's white and like is it. Extra into tortellini. Yeah, but he's he right, and he's a staunch Trump Trump supporter, as I'm finding out. And so I've seen him do random posts, and I wanted to comment like, "Dude, what the fuck's wrong with you?" But so back to like mid twenties, um, my car was down, so he was giving me rides and shit. And I remember we were on Southfield, about to come up at Joy, and this fucking chick cuts him off. And I don't know if it's on purpose or not, whatever. Because I remember he, the chick cuts him off. It was a black chick. He cuts him off, hits his brake, and he's like, you fucking nigger bitch. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so it was like this uncomfortable silence for like, I don't know how long, but it wasn't long because we were still on the freeway. And then he was basically apologizing. I was like, man, I'm not really racist and shit. She should have <laughs> cut me off and all that shit. And I struggled like. Do I really fuck up my ride to work to confront this guy for being a racist? <laughs> or do I just let this shit go? And I let it go. And I thought about it for years and shit. And I was just like, man, I really hated myself for that. Because I'm like, I really should have really, you know, said some shit to him about it. You know, I felt bad for years. And it happened. It came and went. But it's one of those thoughts and shit. So fast forward to like a couple of Sundays ago. It was actually when I was in St. Louis. And I seen him make a post about Neil and shit like that and blah, blah, blah. And it, I forget the exact post. But so, you know, I commented and I, you know, told a story, you know, about how, you know, I didn't think I thought you were cool, blah, 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 until you called this chick a nigger bitch. And now, you know, I see your true colors, blah, blah, blah. So he commented a few times, not saying nothing to me significance. And I finally just said, fuck it. I just unfriended him. I, but I wanted people because I still have mutual friends with him that I used to work with. So I was like hoping 
that they at least seen the comment to see how fucked up this dude was and shit. Mm-hmm. Then I just unfriended him. So my comment probably disappeared and shit. But that was the one person I think I've unfriended recently. But back to this question. No, I don't really give a fuck. I don't really take count. I don't care. If I did, my most interesting thing, because like I say a lot of shit that I know that people probably don't like. And the my uh, the extent of my caring about being unfriended isn't whether or not I got unfriended or who it was. My question is always like, what was the breaking point? Like, like, because I know I it's not like I popped up and said one thing and they were like, oh my god, I can't fuck with him. Like how I I know that I say, I say the same shit all the time. So I, I always wonder like, if I got unfriended. What 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 was the thing that made you say I can't deal with this guy anymore? And not because I care, but it's just like it's funny to me. Like I want to know. I just want to know. Like well, for mean, laughs. Like okay, what that's the thing that made you made you uh make the unfriending leap? That's well, funny. I mean, you know, I got unfriended by you know uh somebody you know and shit. And then I just didn't know until I just randomly clicked on the, clicked on a person's page and I couldn't see their shit and I was just like. Damn dog, you could have just told me and shit. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't really care. I feel like if it was a person I deal with on a regular and they did it, I would like, you know, want to know like damn, did I do anything to offend you or some shit or whatever the case. But if it's nobody I don't, you know, fuck with on a regular, I you know, I'm not I don't really care too much, you know, so I just think it's interesting about caring caring about how much you get unfriended on Facebook or Twitter or whatever like that. Like I said, it's just funny to me. I mean, like, like if you're like is it like ending relationships and shit or is it somebody that you you know you're really like like we were just you know i just unfriended you and shit and didn't say shit you know what i'm saying i would assume you're wondering like what the fuck happened and shit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but you know for people that i you know people i'm just facebook friends quote with you know nah, I, don't, I don't give a fuck yeah, I'd be like, man, if I got this far with you at this point and you unfriended me, I'd yeah. be like, I'd really be interested then. Like, okay, what did I say? Because like, I've said even wilder shit off mic than I've said on the fucking podcast. Yeah, right, you. exactly. And, like I'm going to say when we stop this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what? <laughs> I'd really be curious. Like, damn, what did I say? Because I've said some wild shit. Like, <laughs> like, so what really was the turning point then? Because I've said as much as I could say all, all the time. So now you want to fucking know? Yeah, like that's, just, that's the only thing that interests me is, like, what was the breaking point? And it's not because I care, like, I want to fix it or it makes me feel a certain way. It's, like, strictly, like, curiosity. Like, out of all the shit that I say in life, what was the thing that I said that made you go, like, I can't deal with this dude no more? Just out of my – just for my own, like, not even curiosity, but, like, for amusement. Like, yeah. I'd laugh at it, like, oh, that was it? <laughs> you know, like, that would be it. So yeah, you like just want to know, like yeah. yeah, it's interesting to me when I see people who, who take that that level of of uh, action. Like, I'm gonna see how many friends I have compared to how many I mean, how many friends I had compared to how many I have now. See what the number is that unfriended me, and then try to like make a fucking chart or some shit that lets me know who it was that I had before, who it is that I have now, and cross reference the two <laughs> to see who's no longer there. Like. Man, I can't even imagine that that level. I mean, of I think caring. I probably care more about people unfollowing me on Twitter than I cared about people unfriending me on Facebook. Just wondering, like, what the fuck did I say? Because I'm definitely a lot more open on Twitter than Facebook. So yeah, yeah. I, I, if if I cared enough, or if I knew that I got unfollowed on Twitter, and I I can check that, 
because I know a website. It's like who unfollowed me. Dot me or something like that. I think it's like a. I don't. I, if you Google who unfollowed me, it's a website to where like when you log in with your Twitter, it'll show you who unfollowed you since the last time you logged in, and it'll show you the names and shit. And I check it. Prob. I do that probably once every. I can't even give you once a, a timeline, but I, I maybe check it once or twice a year is how often I check it. And when I check it, it's almost always spam people, but every now and then it'll be somebody I know. And then it will, lit- my little thought will just be like, huh, I wonder what, I wonder what did it. <laughs> like, and that's it. Like, like just for fewer, co- uh, just for pure comical purposes. Like, I wonder what did it. Like, <laughs> like, was it when I said something about, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I say so much crazy shit. I don't even know. It just makes me wonder, like, what was it that that broke that camel's back? And just so I can laugh about it. And that's like the extent of my caring is wondering what it was. And it would never be a thing like if I found out what it was, I'd be like, oh hey, I didn't mean that. Like, friend me back. Like, no, it's just like, oh, that's funny. Ha ha. Right. Moving uh, on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, another thing I want to talk about, and I think this can be the last thing unless you have something else, because the other stuff I had would have involved me like pulling up screen grabs that I had and I could probably save it for next week if, if uh actually we might not be able to record next week I think we have a my job has an award show next week and then oh, I think we have shit. like a like an after party plan for it so that's what's up might not be able to record next week FYI and actually I feel like it might be something two weeks from now too did you have something two weeks from now uh other than being out of town well that's kind of no. important <laughs> um, that's a twenty third or fourth or some shit. That's, that's a few weeks. I don't know, but anyway, uh, whatever the case may be, not the the this thing that I'm not gonna talk about is not timely. It's just kind of like it. It was basically um about people who um got backlash on Facebook for their pro Kaepernick beliefs. Oh, and okay. I I kind of just wanted I took a lot of screen grabs. And I kind of wanted to read those screen grabs just to kind of like give an idea of what I've been seeing on social media uh, from people who are reacting to pro Kaepernick or pro kneeling or whatever the case may be, whatever, you know, people, how people are responding to that kind of shit. I mean, a lot of people have a lot of people have seen that kind of stuff. But the screen grabs that I took, I thought were one of them in particular. I said I actually commented on and I was like, it's almost like peeking behind the curtain. And it felt like I was. It kind of felt like it, it was one of DJ Tim Hines statuses and he made a status and he had like mad people like going in on him and shit. And I comment on the status like I'm like all I said was like it feels like I'm peeking behind the curtain. And I, that was the post that made you send him a friend request. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you commented on it later. But like I took screen grabs from that post because I thought it was interesting to see the reactions because as a, you know, as a black person, like just it is what it is like that's just who i know more i have a lot of black friends on facebook and twitter so i I feel to a degree closed off from like what the prevailing white opinions are i mean like i mean shit we know they fucked up but um it was interesting to see i guess what white people say when they think that black people aren't looking and that's what i kind of felt that's kind of what i felt i was experiencing was like being like almost like a fly in the wall fly on the wall in a room full of white people and what that they, was what weird they say. as hell that's what dude. it felt like but um, i'll save that for whenever we record next because it, it could 
take a while. But uh, the last thing I want to talk about was um, the other day I was in my parking garage, and the parking garage that I I park in is is uh, underground, and we have to take an elevator up to the uh, up into the the building that we work out of. Actually, that reminds me of something else I want to talk about too. But I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to my notes for later. Um, but uh, while I was waiting for the elevator, there was a uh, a white guy, man with uh, why specify man? White guy. Male. Yeah, it was a white guy. He had two kids who I would wager were in eh, the range of like five, six years old, something like that, and they were ripping and running through the elevator area loud as fuck it's like just before nine o'clock in the morning we'll just say nine o'clock in the morning loud as fuck ripping and running through ripping and running through the elevator area they were like doing like the equivalent of snow angels on the ground so it's like they're getting dirty as fuck and his response was just like hey stop doing that stand up i told you not to do that come here and they gave no fucks about what he was saying they were just being mad unruly and like it just made me think about like the differences between like white parenting and black parenting that shit is so crazy to me dude yeah it's crazy like this dude had absolutely no control over his kids and I think about me like I'm like I am I guess fairly mild mannered in like life as a whole and how I like interact with people in general like I'll say wild shit on social media. I'll say wild shit on this podcast. I have all kinds of like crazy ass opinions, but largely I keep them to myself. I'm I'm not out here like being like some like wild angry ass black man and shit. I just like stay low key. I know I look mean as fuck, and that just it is what it is. But man, talking about like raising kids and shit. Like my daughter is she just turned one, so she's still a baby my son is nine i can i can talk to i can chastise my son in a stern voice and he will immediately break the fuck down like i have maximum control over my kids even my daughter like if i I, i've i've kind of tried to integrate dad voice into her life so that she can like understand when i'm happy versus displeased right right and like i said she's only one so she's not like fully they grab fully there but she's she's getting there she's getting there and it's because i want to make sure that she understands not to fuck with me (laughs) like that i don't play that shit i have maximum control over my kids and it just it's interesting to me to watch the difference between white parenting and black parenting like to see this guy with these, we'll say six, these two six-year-old boys have absolutely no fucking say or control over what they're doing. They're just doing whatever the fuck they want. He's half-ass fucking trying to stop them. They don't give a fuck. They're not listening. They're rolling around on the floor like the dirty-ass little kids they are. And I'm just thinking like, man, like I could, I can't even say like I could check my son like that and he would, he will fall in the line. My son's so far in check, he would never even do that shit. He would just stand there and chill. And like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why this is a thing, but I don't understand what the difference is between white parenting and black parenting that 
black parents just seem to like be able to like keep their kids in order or at the, if their kids are acting up they will get that shit together quick as fuck whereas like it seems like white parents largely just don't have any fucking control over their kids and i don't really have a point to this it's really just like hey this is what i saw <laughs> but like i don't know it's just interesting it's, it's it's an interesting observation to me what's weird well I, what's uh, i mean interesting um as well with that is that it seemed like it's perpetuated in tv and movies mm-hmm. like all the a, a lot a lot of tv shows a lot of movies i see it's they really push this whole mischievous non-listening cussing at your parents kids and that shit is crazy to me, dude. Like, it is fucking amazing to me, dude. Like, the shit that I've, I see, man, in person and on TV, I don't want to get slapped the shit down some stairs, dog. Like, I mean, and 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 to your, your point earlier, you know, you, you don't, there's not, what's, nah, I worried, I'm sorry. Um, you don't have to physically discipline your kids. No. You know what I'm saying? But it has to be some discipline, though. That has to be something. I, well, my son was was little. Um, he would get, I can't even say he would get spankings because it was like, I would I would do it sparingly as needed when he was little, but it was more like, I don't know, I don't want to say maybe it's just me, like I'm making myself out to be like this fucking five star parent and shit like that, but like, very little. Uh, action need to be taken from me like dad voice is undefeated dog like like they like they say in uh comedies and shit they be like i'm gonna tell your daddy like that shit is gospel dog like hey look the voice works man it works on my nephews it's undefeated so dog. you know i mean i had you know moments where my sister was you know uh was chastising my my nephew and she would say some shit like well i'm gonna call your uncle and then you know shit just changed and shit like that. So that that voice is is it, it works and it and it works for other kids. <laughs> and it comes from like your soul, dog. Like that. It shit shows is, you really mean what the fuck you're saying. Yeah, that shit is like, man, it, it's it's hard to even put into words how effective it can be if you do it right. And it's not even like something that I have worked on or perfected or uh, like something like i made an effort to do it was just like it's just natural dog like my dad voice has checked adults by proxy like not even like i don't have to say anything to an adult i've checked my son with dad voice in public and adults have been like okay i'll, I'll sit down yeah Please. like oh shit like he ain't playing and i like i said it's it's interesting because like i'm incredibly like mild mannered like i'm not somebody who i don't try to play hard like try to put on this persona like i'm a gangster and shit like that but it's like i don't know i think it's because just i'm an angry motherfucker man <laughs> i think I, I think that's really what it is i'm just angry man and like I, I there's nothing i can do about it i can't pretend that i'm not people know when i'm angry and i can't speak on it at all i have no idea why it's effective. I don't know why it intimidates people. I don't know why people don't fuck with me. I, I can't place it. I and I don't want to say it's it's me per se, but I kind of feel like that that's what it is. I'm and really I don't know why it seems like don't know why people have that. 
Like they just like you can be anti spanking and still have that, but it seems like they just don't. Like I, I don't spank my son regularly, but it's because I don't have to because I can talk to him a certain way and he'll fall in the line. Like I said, my son will break down and cry. Like I don't have to do shit. He'll start crying. And it's 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 just interesting to juxtapose the uh, black parenting and how kids respond to it versus white parenting and how their kids respond. Because I see it all the time. Because I largely work around white people and I have my daughter in a daycare that's at my job and it's largely white people at my job and in those buildings and in that vicinity. And I see white parents with their kids and their kids doing whatever the fuck they want. And they're being like mad, unruly, and just doing whatever the fuck. And I don't, I don't know. It's, like I said, it's not a question really. It's just an observation. But I just find it really interesting that white parents just seem to like not really be able to check their kids, man. I don't know. Not to mention the fact that they shoot up schools and, and Las Vegas and they walk around with dirty feet and they piss and don't wash their hands and all that kind of <laughs> shit. I don't understand how this is the master race here. Like, you're in the Ku Klux Klan, and you're like, white people are the master race. But I'm like, you can't control your kids. You're dirty. Uh, you pee, and you don't wash your hands. Uh, you shit, and you don't wash your hands. Uh, like, and you're straight, straight how are just, you the master race? Like, And you're out here murking, like, tons of people. Yeah, and and somehow you are... Not a terrorist. You consider yourself to be the top of the food chain. Like, how are you so defective and you're the top of the food chain? Defective. Yeah, you're like, like white people need to be recalled. Like, that's the name of the podcast. There it is. White people need to be recalled. Like, the, the white people recalled. They're mad defective, though. I don't, I don't know what's going on. But uh, I, I mean, to my white friends, I fuck with y'all. But uh, what up, to DJ, white people, I don't know. What up, t- t- DJ Tim Hines? Yeah. <laughs> what up, DJ Tim Hines? I think about that too. Like my white friends are few and far between, but it's not because I distance myself from white people. It's because I only associate with reputable characters. So it's like I might have very few white friends, but my white friends are real as fuck, man. I mean, like my white friends are the shit. And like I, I slander white people. I've, I've apologized for this multiple times on this podcast. The shit that I say about white people. But my white friends are the shit. I mean, these are like top level motherfuckers, man. Like uh, my boy Tom. He's never been on the podcast. Like he doesn't, you know, write in the shit. But I, I stay in touch with him. I work with him at UPS. Tom is the shit, dog. This like I. I I don't really see him too much, but, like, man, if I see Tom, like, Tom is my dude, man. I fuck with Tom. Joanne Pissons fan. Have you seen her uh, on my, on my, uh... Yeah, I've seen, yeah. Yeah, Joanne. Joanne is the shit, dude. The shit. Fucking love Joanne, man. She's awesome. I tell Joanne all the time, like, I wish there were more people like you. Not even white people, just, I wish there were more people like you, because you are a... I don't think I've said this to her, but if you listen to Joanne, you are you are a quality you white are, person. You are yeah, you are not even a quality white person. You are an exemplary human. Like I wish there were more people on earth like you. Like Axel, DJ Tim Hines, like my uh my white family by way of my wife, like they're all the shit. 
like, you know, my father-in-law, like all these people, like a fucking phenomenal human beings. Right. And my white circle is small, but the people that are in it are the shit. And I, I, I don't understand why there aren't more people like that. And like, it seems like everywhere I turn is white people being fuckery and fuck shit. Like, I don't understand that they can't just be better off. But anyway, that's the end of my anti-white parenting rat rant. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're largely trash. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like I said, in person, TV, I just for the most part, I've seen like terrible, terrible white parents, and I just don't get it. Yeah, do not get it. But whatever. But I guess if you got nothing else, we can wrap up. Yeah. Um, we enjoy the feedback. Please uh hit us up. Uh, what up, the podcast at Gmail. You can leave a text or a text message or a voicemail or video or some on itunes man or, uh we don't shill for itunes and shit like that but fuck man yes please uh leave our if you listen on itunes if you don't listen to iTunes, if you can leave a review on itunes do that shit um i guess other than that we may see you in two weeks i think yeah we'll see i don't i don't i can't recall my schedule but i feel like there was something i know that i think this award show thing is next wednesday so I probably won't be able to record next Wednesday, and I feel like there was something the following Wednesday too, but I can't remember what that is. I could be well, wrong, we but s- at the very least, I I think we're not recording next Wednesday. Well, if we not, uh, we see y'all the following or the following following, but whatever the case, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> yep. All right, peace. Peace.